Uh, welcome back to the the, the road to ten thousand. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll just stumble right through. Why not? Why not? You yeah. know. Um, I'm Richard. I'm Adonis. And uh, you know, uh, we're gonna continue our uh, a uh, best of the decade. We're gonna continue 2012 today. Um, on our list, I have uh, for sure. Any right now, I have for sure um, three movies: Chronicle, um, 21 Jump Street, and uh, Sinister. Mm-hmm. Uh, as my favorite movies for this year, and I have t- two more. But uh, what do you have, Adonis? I have uh, those three, and then I have John Dies at the End and Man on the Ledge as for sure uh, top tens. Dope, dope. Not not bad picks at all. So yeah. um, we're gonna keep moving along. I think we stopped at. Um, I don't remember the last movie we talked about. It was uh, only like ten minutes ago. We stopped at Hunger Games. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, we stopped at Hunger Games. So next up, we Ooh. have Battleship. Ooh, ooh, Peter Berg. Wow, I didn't even realize he directed this 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 movie. Yeah. Right. So the the grossest thing about this movie is how much it underuses Liam Neeson. Oh, that absolutely. is like the biggest crime this movie creates. Other than that, it's watchable. It's not good. Isn't. But it has a shit ton of people you didn't realize were in it who are in it. It's got, and I always forget his name, uh, the main character, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Who was Gambit in the X-Men Origins Wolverine movies, and he was also in Snakes on a Plane. Uh, he was in Savages. So, this one I learned recently. Fucking Jesse Plemons. Yes, yeah, he's in this. Yes, yeah, yeah. I just learned about this. Breaking movie. Bad Guy. Breaking fucking Jesse Plemons is in this movie. Yeah. And I was like, I'd seen this movie, but I didn't know who Jesse Plemons was. But, like, he's the guy, like... They uh, they paired him with Rihanna, which... Yeah. <laughs> what a guy, dude. They, they? Well, he's the one sniping with him at the end, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, dude, that movie's wild. Oh, uh, what a wild movie. It's garbage, but... This movie's it, terrible, but it's actually... Uh, it's it's watchable. Yeah. It's very watchable. Um, it's, it's, it's so... It is the... the the cusp of just how ridiculous it is to make a movie out of a brand. If Lego Movie is like the best it could be, I don't want to say Battleship's the worst, but it's definitely the most bizarre. It's one. All, it's definitely on the lower end. <laughs> God, it's ugh. like how do you take a? Also, it's. I mean, it's I'm stars. sure. I'm sure. I don't believe you can't. You can't make a movie out of a concept like or out of a setting. Like I don't believe. I don't. I'm not saying I'm the person to do it, but I, I'm sure if you if you put enough manpower toward it, you could make it a good enough movie mm-hmm. revolving around. I don't know battleship. I don't know why they had to directly tie it to battleship, but yeah. like you know, you could make a movie around battleships. There is one. Scene. I don't know why it had to be aliens. <laughs> yeah, right. There, there's one or two scenes where uh, I think they kind of they kind of act like they're playing a game of battleship, and he's like. Direct hit, and I think I'm, I'm sure at one point someone in the movie says you sunk my battleship. I there has to be. I didn't honestly. I think there is. There's yeah. gotta be. I think uh, honestly, I I kind of repressed that movie. If there isn't, I'm gonna be really sad. Them, <laughs> you sunk my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. All right. Have you heard of Lockout? Um, it's like a prison in space. Yeah, yeah, I never saw it, but I definitely remember seeing posters for it when it was yeah, coming out. Yeah, this movie is, um, like, infamous. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I haven't, uh-huh. but, like, I just know there's so many, like, small corners of the internet that just, like, fucking... Uh, it's like a cult classic. It's really? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those. Oh, big oh. one! Here's a big this one! Two back-to-back, back, actually, yeah. but here's a huge one. 
The Avengers. Yeah, I'll yeah. go ahead and put this, yeah, on put this on my list. Say what you will. Um, there are a lot of people who... It say, has problems. Yeah, but exactly. It has a, problems, and I'm not going to disagree, but the overall project is so good, I can look past those problems. Like It's 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 the first of its kind. I mean, like, the Cinematic Universe thing is, is, is piggybacked on a lot, but Marvel really, really started it with, like, like just... Just thinking back when I saw, because I saw Avengers in theaters, I saw I've seen every MCU movie in theaters actually. Uh, now it's intentional. Back then it was just because uh, my dad's a huge comic nerd, so he wanted to see Iron Man, and then we just went to see Incredible Hulk and so on. But like thinking about like how it felt to see all of these characters meet up in one movie, it's like yeah, like it, it's insane. There was nothing done like it before. So I have to give it props, like for sure. Yeah, no, I Joss Whedon worked his ass off in the end product. God, thank, thank the Lord. You yeah, know, I thank that man. I yeah. mean, I'm sorry he had to he had to do it all over again for the second one, and it, it was it was like fucking killing him. But <laughs> then he had I to feel do it really again for honestly League. like I I don't know how else to feel about that, but really bad for him. But because yeah. um, I'd hate that. I'd hate to have Disney's pressure and. Mm-hmm. to direct all these people like you did it miraculously did it somehow the first time yeah i mean no one could blame you for not wanting to do it a second time but disney's right. like hey do it a second time and you're like oh my god i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> he really um i mean he definitely started a a bit of a movement though because i know a lot of other directors that were kind of getting tired of disney decided to just leave like uh, we were talking about them in the last episode phil lord and chris miller they were going to do solo yep uh but they disney they just kept pushing on them yeah um I I hear a lot of different stories. Like, I know um, Taika Waititi had a lot of positive stories, a lot of positive things to say about Disney mm-hmm. working with him. He said, I mean, and you know what? It's like, I think I have to give props to Disney for going out of their way for hiring Taika Waititi. I didn't know mm-hmm. who Taika Waititi was before this. Right. I didn't know at all. But, like, holy shit, like, I really wish I did because he makes great movies. Like, yeah. like I fucking love Hunt for the Wilder with people. Mm-hmm. I, it's like... So good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I think the Avengers is, uh, was the start of it all. Yeah. You know, like, I think they were going for that, but like, like, we're, so we're in a stage right now where the end game, end game is have, has happened. So, like, what happened here was like, if the Avengers was bad, MCU wouldn't have happened, right? Right. So, like, we're at a critical phase right now, like, if they could pick up, we're at the same phase the Avengers was. Since the Avengers did so well, they were like, boom, we can, like, keep going, right? Right. Right? And, like, everything after that started building for it. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends on where they start now. Right. Exactly. Where they start, like, I think they have a lot, they have a great, strong lead, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't doubt them. But, you know, it could go either way at this point because, yeah. you know, it's going to be a while before they hit an end game peak. Right. And then it's going to be a long time, and I, I hope they don't rush it, you know. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But I'm excited to see, you know. I mean, it's already been delayed, so I think it's working in their favor. Yeah. But, yeah, Avengers is definitely up there. We hardly talked about Avengers at all. But, <laughs> um, no, I love um, – here, well, we'll talk about it a little bit. I love, yeah. uh, I love them talking on the ship – about what to do um, mm-hmm. with Hulk or not with Hulk, but when they're all just arguing with each other and having like, like they're all just having the like an argument and it. 
I don't know. The, the dialogue is fun to watch. It feels mm. like Quentin Tarantino. Like, oh, shit. Like, I'm just watching <laughs> yeah, this. and like, and, But he, he has these awesome characters to play with. And they have these comic-like, mm. like, um, zinger lines and shit like that. And, um, yeah. And then I love them working together at, at the... At the end, mm. I'm forgetting what the name of, the name of the fucking army is. Uh, the Chitari. The Chitari. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, when they're fighting the Chitari, they um, they, they all work together. Like their shots with like all four of them like performing like a move together, yeah. and it's pretty all it's pretty awesome. Like it it's not just like shit drop shit action. You know, it mm. it's great. I love it all. Um, there's there's a sorry I didn't want to like cut no you. no no you I I've been talking a lot no you're good I, I don't even know what I'm saying I think we've time. been talking the same amount about this um, but there like you said there's a lot uh, even though I was talking mainly about like the influence and the cultural impact the movie had it still is also a really good movie there's first of all seeing all of these characters come together and the actors just play off each other so well oh yeah I mean Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Yeah, like, I think Chris Hemsworth against everyone, everyone, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, I also, one of my favorite scenes is when Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, goes to get uh, Bruce Banner in that remote village, and he talks about how he has essentially tried to kill himself, and the Hulk just won't let him. Yeah. Like, there, there's little moments spit like back that. Out. Yeah. yeah that's a, oh, yeah. I'm so glad he reminded me of that. It's a it's a really good scene, like, and there's little moments like that all throughout the movie, and in a lot of Marvel movies that gives these uh, these characters personality. You know, um, I'm gonna make a quick aside, uh, you know, because I have to talk about this, but mm-hmm. I I recently was expo- so I found Teen Titans on HBO Max, yeah, and it led me down a road where I was like, well, I have to watch the Batman animated series now. Mm-hmm. I have to. Where where can I stream it? DCU has it. Yeah, um, but DCU, DCU does have it, but what DCU fails to fucking like also comprehend about their service is that they have literally every fucking comic <laughs> you could think of. Yeah, literally every comic, every DC comic, eleven hundred like series, mm-hmm. series, like series of comics. That's just not like like how many comics there are. That's like how many series there are. Mm-hmm. Like so I've been reading the fuck out of Injustice. Like I feel like I'm reading comic books for the first time. Yeah. Like cuz I'm I even though none of them are MCU, you know, I they have the same like style and yeah. like I mean they're comic books. They're the same they're the same thing. They have mm-hmm. the same kind of dramatic flair. Right. Um so so when I think of now that I'm thinking about it and I've been I've read like most of Injustice at this point, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's brutal stuff like yeah, I love dude. reading this stuff like I can't believe I've never I've, I'm just now getting to like read all this stuff it's super exciting for me um, but yeah that's that was a quick aside just wanted to point that out that they have you could read every fucking comic but yeah. uh anyways uh yeah uh, so watching the Avengers and like having that in the background like you know I, I just see so much more like how much it pulls from like that comic style yeah exactly. like how much you can see you can see like the flair of like how there are like shots in there where I'm like I totally see that as a comic paint yeah like I totally see that as like probably somewhere in the comics somewhere like that, uh, that scene where Hawkeye like shoots the arrow behind his yes his like head. I see yeah. that as a comic yeah. scene like two like small comics like him letting it go and then it blow <laughs> the, and the next one it blowing up huge like, comic stands boom yeah dude like I totally up. see that like mm. so I don't I don't know I mean they I know they storyboard this stuff the shit out of this so right. but 
Oh, I'm kind of shaking now. Because it's cold, and I was just in an outlet there. In the <laughs> yeah. uh, my body's all like... <laughs> but I got to... I'm, I'm like... It sounds like I'm shaking a lot, but... I just am. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, no, Avengers is great. Um, we've talked about it a bit longer than we should now. Um, it's definitely on there for me. For um, sure. Next we have, right after this, is Prometheus. Oh, yeah. I don't like this movie. No. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a prequel um, to... Uh, to like aliens. So, yeah, yeah. I, I can't even finish that sentence. It's so dumb. <laughs> It's really bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I know it's Ridley Scott, and Ridley Scott loves what he does, but it's just, it's not good. No. It's, it's hard. The hard truth is that it's not good. <laughs> this one and its sequel, um, Bubble Man, Alien Extinction or Extra uh, Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah, just not, not great. God, I, I saw a trailer for that. I was like, maybe. Maybe I just don't know. It's got trailer. Alien in the title yeah. might be a little better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, but <laughs> apparently it was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, people swear by people. Some people really like this movie, though. Yeah, um, it's definitely a polarizing movie. I mean, the only scene I remember that's pretty fucking awesome is uh, when she like takes the fucking thing out of her and then she staples herself oh, shut. Yeah. That was pretty fucking metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty dope. But yeah, everything around it, around that. I mean, yeah, it's a small moment. You know, honestly, yeah. it's not really. You know, I don't know. I really can't say a lot of great for this movie. Is what I'm getting at. It, Real. Yeah. Um, Real waste of Michael Fassbender. I know some people really enjoy his performance in this movie, but I couldn't get behind it. I think they really wasted him. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. This was. What I knew. I I learned that this was Michael Fassbender after after that. I uh, didn't know who that was until later in my life. God. <laughs> uh, All right. So now we're just room running through this shit. Uh, Jurassic Shark. To, uh, oh yeah. To we don't. We can, we can talk about that. To Rome with love. If you heard uh, of this, is a Woody Allen movie. I have not. No. Okay, I haven't seen it. I'm not going to talk about many Woody Allen movies. He's not my favorite director. Yeah. I mean, okay, no, I'm not going to have that conversation now. Actually, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> next time. Yeah. Oh, uh, we heard this, The Magic of Belle Isle. <laughs> oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I don't. I think this is a kids movie, right? Yeah, it's Rob Reiner, so mm-hmm. probably a kids movie. Um, have you seen it? No. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll keep going. It's probably not <laughs> worth talking about. Um, Grandmaster. Mm-mm. Uh, this is not who I thought it was. What I thought it was. Never mind. Uh, oh, you're thinking of the Grandmaster? Yeah. Dark Shadows. Oh, I've seen this one. So yeah, I've heard my grandparents famously for me were uh, really excited for this movie. Really and saw it and were like really disappointed. Oh. And they were really sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not the best. Is it well? What do you think? Uh, the movie? Yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought it was really funny, and uh, Johnny Depp kind of always brings this flair. We were talking about him a little uh, in the last episode in comparison to Jamie Bell. He's just really good at playing multiple uh, different types of characters. Um, I I think it was trying really hard to be uh, what we do in the shadows at sometimes, and I think that there's like this weird subplot with Ava Green that I can't remember. That's that's probably my biggest thing in the movie is that it's not very memorable. I started watching what we do in the shadows, but I got I was getting drunk and I was like falling asleep. <laughs> so that's a good but movie. It was it was very good. Yeah. It was like, dude, it is. It's exactly The Office. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It is ridiculous how 
exactly the office it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly how... I mean, I'm sure pretty much everyone's heard that comparison, but, I mean, it, that's what it is, and it's... Mm-hmm. It it's good. Like there's really nothing else to say. Yeah. I I wish I finished it. Uh, with TD again. So, so again, yeah. another really good one. Um, but moving on to Men in Black Three. Um, I am on the side that I actually like this movie. Me too. Yeah. Okay. I actually um, really enjoy. I it. don't think it's great, but it it hits it hits like it hits all the good spots and mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything credibly wrong with it. Yeah. Unlike Men in Black International, oh, which was uh, I didn't see that. Um, which was fine I mean fine. it's not great uh, it's like the alien stuff watching the alien stuff and the, the effects in that movie are great mm-hmm. but it's, there's not a story there I mean yeah. it's a forgettable story at least um, people were fucking dogging on that movie I don't think it, I didn't think it was that bad but mm-hmm. uh, movie I don't like too much Snow White and the Huntsman yeah this movie was just really boring for me yeah it is yeah. it's fucking fucking horrible why has barrel? <laughs> yeah. All right. So who are oh. here are two movies I should have seen but haven't. Um, the Dictator. This is now. I'm gonna say something a little controversial. This is the only Sasha Baron Cohen character movie I like. Um, uh, for most people, that I would say that's true though. But like a lot of people say, what about Borat? And I thought Borat was okay. Um, I've seen it once, and I don't really want to see it again. I, I think. I think. Um, the thing with Sasha Baron Cohen is, I think the Dictator is the most like produced thing he's ever worked on. It's yeah. like the most like widely known, like widely released thing he's had. Everything else he's had a hand in, it's been mostly of his influence. Right. Yeah. Right. This is the only thing he's like done for probably for money. Like honestly, <laughs> like he had really no say in it. He was just like, okay, I'll be fucking funny. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's a really funny movie. I really <clears throat> enjoy it. <clears throat> but um, Sasha Baron Cohen is a I, I have I don't know what I feel how I feel about him I I think he's um I'd have to do research but from what I've heard the dude is crazy but he's also incredibly um smart I don't know if smart's the right word but it, there's an intelligence there that yeah. people don't really see or something like that for sure like a lot of people would assume that his stuff is just brainless humor but i think he understands what he's doing i think he pulls like a steve carell almost Mm -hmm. where he's like trying so hard not to be funny well that's not true but he pulls a steve carell where he like lives in his role right so much that he does yeah but he he's kind of brilliant with living it i don't know i don't know what i like steve carell does a thing that I think it's really unique to him, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm getting at with there, but yeah, the dictator. Um, I haven't seen this, but I want to, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's one I really should see: uh, Moonrise oh, Kingdom. Kingdom. Oh, dude, yeah, this is going on my top ten for sure. I know for most people it is. I, I love this movie. I, I know it's it's my fault. I I'm a bad person, but I hear <laughs> nothing but good things. And Wes Anderson has never been my favorite director i just can't take how symmetrical everything is it's so distracting for me yeah. um also wes anderson has so much style i think it works against him for me I, it, yeah i can it, agree with that. i think it's just like there's 
the symmetry bothers me the most, but like he has so much things that are uniquely him. It's yeah. it's so distracting sometimes. There's like, definitely never been a Wes Anderson movie where I haven't gone. Yeah, no, this is definitely Wes Anderson. Like there is no one else makes a movie like him. Yeah, and from one, I understand a lot of his fucking movies are essentially the same. <laughs> yeah, they, they have they play the same. Um, uh, plot line. Yeah, the the thematic elements of them are very, very, very similar. Um, but Moonrise Kingdom is probably the least Anderson esque, I would say. Sure. But there still is a lot of you, because you can I, definitely watch. You know what? Them. You know what? And I bet I think you know it's he's got three hundred thousand view uh, voters for this movie. Um, so I bet there's like there's some sort of like thing where, like you just said, it's probably the thing he worked on the most, the least. Yeah. You know. But his style is so good that it worked with American audiences, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I made a shit ton of money. Yeah, his, <laughs> his name was probably what drew people in. Uh, him and, I mean, they used Bill Murray a lot to advertise it. And that's, uh, that's around 2012, I think Bill Murray was like a good thing to advertise. It's, well, it's like, um, I think I worded that wrong. I think it's like, it's one of the things, one of his, if what you said is true and it's like the least like one of his works, that tells me like, the studio had a lot to say of what should happen, you know, or yeah. how it should be shot. So it's more appealing to Western audiences, you know. Right, yeah. And this amount of voters kind of tells me that that might be it too, mm-hmm. because that means sure maybe he went along with it. They get a higher distribution, more people see this movie because I bet it's one right. of his highest viewed movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Is that true? Because I don't know shit about Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. To I be mean, honest. this I've one. I've seen Bell. Grand Buddha Best Hotel, and they and that's it. That one, <clears throat> this one, and Fantastic Mr. Fox are probably like his highest grossing movies. And I think Isle of Dogs is probably his least favorable. Even though I really enjoyed Isle of Dogs too, but so yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure that it's it's really good. I want to check it out, but I just always get turned off when I realize when I remember it's Wes Anderson. I'm like, ah, uh, uh, I that's really a bad thing to say. I'm I'm sure it's a good movie. <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch it eventually. But I definitely recommend it, man. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch that eventually. Hopefully, I'm gonna. Um, after this, um, quick aside, I think after we're done with the decades, I think we'll do an extra episode of movies. Um, you know, we might have watched since then mm-hmm. and want to re-add to a list. You know, so we'll do like an honorable mentions, like our or like a maybe like a last chance to get in type of type of deal, so right. we can go over a list of movies. I don't know. We'll work. We'll we're we'll, we'll, We'll think. I'll think. I'll we'll figure that. it out. Yeah. You'll f- figure that out. But yeah. I think we're gonna do something like that. Um, I've been thinking about that for a lot because uh, I saw Super and I kind of want to add that to my, that year. Oh yeah. You know. So yeah, that, it's been making me think about that. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, Madagascar three. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Not much to say about that. Um. Lawless. Okay, oh, yeah. so this is one another one I want to see because I, I want to watch everything Tom Hardy does. <laughs> I need to see this one too. Yeah, you haven't. No. Okay. Well, I guess we can just move on then. Um. Uh. A more. No, I have not. This seen movie that. got a lot of Oscar attention, a lot of Oscar buzz. Um, mm. I mean, it's got a ninety-four score. Yeah, That's pretty wow. fucking high. Um. So yeah, I think I got like I think it won best like foreign film I think okay. something like that uh, anyways The Hunt have you heard of this not this one so this is 
I've I've heard a lot about this. Well, I've seen this movie floating around mm-hmm. all the time. I've never heard really anyone talk about this actually. But all I know is that everything I write about it is good. Mm-hmm. So I don't know much about it. I kind of want to walk into it blind, but it seems like creepy, and I'm drawn into it because of Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna watch it eventually one day. Okay. That might be added to it. You know, Killing Them Softly. This is on uh, Netflix yeah. right now. I, I have not seen this. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to see this one. Uh, so here's a here's a movie that I think is pretty famous, but strangely I've never heard of until going through this list recently. Gangs of Wessapur. It is a if you look 321 minute epic so that's eight hours wow yeah that's it's fucking eight hours um so it seems like uh like a lord of the rings slash um godfather type deal Mm -hmm. so it has the I, i from what i understand it has the you know the scale of Lord of the Rings with the, and maybe not the budget, but the scale of it, mm-hmm. with the, like, the tones and familiarity of uh, Godfather. Hell, I could be completely off bases, but um, I know it has to do with, like, a, a clash between Sultan and Shahid Khan leads to the... I'm, I'm going to repeat that. A clash between Sultan and Shahid Khan, Khan leads to the explosion... Exp- expulsion of Khan from Wesseper and ignites a deadly blood feud spanning three generations and I think like if you do the math three divided by eight so it's like every two and a half hours or so like it's a different generation oh wow so I don't know I've heard it's I've not heard anything about this until doing you know going through this list mm-hmm. but um, apparently it's pretty well I did some research on it apparently it's really you know well held I don't know where it's from but Seems like a almost a Bollywood movie or something. Apparently, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, Man. that's probably it's it is eight hours. That's crazy, and it's got a pretty good meta score too. Yeah, it's it's pretty high. Um, it's almost not oh five and a half hours. So uh, ignore me, I'm that's, an idiot. That's still really. It's long. still significantly long. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I want to check that out maybe someday. Ernest yeah. and Celeste- Celestine. I haven't seen this one. This is um, this got nominated I think for best uh, animated the, this that year. Hmm. Uh, I don't think it got, I don't think it won, but yeah, it's a short eighty minute movie. It hmm. looks like uh, the Paperboy. No, I haven't seen this one either. No, I, me neither. Uh, it's probably not worth talking about. Chernobyl Diaries. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. So I've seen this. Jesse um, McCartney. So yeah, these uh, it's like group of kids go to fucking Chernobyl and shit happens. You know, that's okay. basically all it is, and it it turns out Nazis and shit. Oh no, you know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 nothing to gawk at. You know, I think it has, <clears throat> from what I remember, it had moments, but it was watchable. But I don't think it was too great. Um, I think it's weird that it stars uh, former pop celebrity Jesse McCartney. That's very weird. Yeah, I wait. Who is she? Uh, no, he's from um. She. She. He. He. Wait, I don't know. 
Well, Jesse McCartney, the pop singer, is a guy. Maybe it's a different Jesse McCartney. No, I mean, you're probably right. I, I didn't know. I thought it was... A, okay. So. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's that's the Jesse McCartney. He was in, like... He was, he was like, on a Disney... He was a Disney Channel singer. Oh, okay. uh, Showed him a lot of the shows and stuff. Did oh, okay. a Beautiful Soul. Cool. I didn't know that. Now I know. <laughs> oh, okay. So, here's a movie that's definitely going on my, yeah. on my oh, list. Yeah, for Mud. sure. Mud is, uh... It's a beautiful... Uh, coming of age movie. Oh yeah. With Matthew McConaughey's one of his best roles. Probably mm-hmm. I would, in I the would, recent memory for sure his best role. I would say it was the role that definitely brought him back into stardom because he was really big, uh like nineties, kinda faded out, and then I remember hearing about Mud and Actually, all of a sudden McConaughey was everywhere again. Oh uh, you know what I'm an idiot. I I forgot about Dallas Buyers Club. He's really good at that. Was that before Mud? I think it was fuck here, let me do a thing on 2013. Oh, so it was after. But okay. I, I think I think Dallas Buyers Club was also like probably the one that really, really uh, brought him back into stardom. Uh, also kickstarted Jared Leto's career in movies, at least. So yeah, in 2012 he did four movies. Mud, Magic Mike. Oh, we're gonna get to Magic Mike! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I'm adding that. Anyways. Oh, wait. Butch Walker, Magic Mike. He's in Mud, fucking Bernie, I forgot. I forgot. That's right. He is in Bernie. Oh, and he's in like Killer Joe. Joe. Killer Joe definitely brought him back, dude. Actually, that's... that's okay, the- so yeah, I want to re- reiterate my statement. He definitely did not stop doing stuff at any point, and he was definitely in some really good hits. But I still think Mud or Dallas Buyers Club was when all of a sudden McConaughey was like... was like. I think Mud was like a surprise, like, not hit, but... Because it made $21 million. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a surprise, like, everyone was kind of talking about it, and I guess it kind of spread and got good word of mouth mm-hmm. um and but it really happened what really blew him off was dallas buyers club later this year which i'm absolutely adding yeah. um so yeah let's keep getting through this um we're almost through 500 uh brave oh, oh wait oh wait what i uh, miss a fin- i don't know if you've seen this one but a fantastic fear of everything oh this is simon pegg right yeah yeah i haven't i haven't seen this Oh, it's got such a low score. I really enjoyed it. I don't think I'd put it on my top ten, but um, it's just about a guy who's very schizophrenic and paranoid, um, and like he hears things. He's like he's literally afraid of everything, and without spoiling it, his his fears kind of do come true, uh, uh, and so like he's got to kind of without spoiling it. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to overcome them. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. It's funny. It's scary. Uh, it's dramatic. Uh, I don't think it's no. It's not um, Edgar Wright, but. Simon Pegg is great in this movie. Like, really, really good. Simon Pegg seems to, is another one of those guys who seems to put more into his role than most people would think mm-hmm. of, you know. For sure. Most people would most people would look at a role like that and probably think of one-dimensionally, but he right. probably always... He, he kind of always brings another small layer to it. Oh, for sure. He's really good at visual comedy, so, like... Yes, he is. There's a lot of that. Not his face. His <laughs> yeah. fucking face he is just He always funny. knows how to react. Oh, dude. I, I've been thinking about um the... The Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. I've been thinking about Shaun of the Dead so much lately <laughs> for some reason. It's just like so fucking. I love it when he, when it first starts happening and he's done his his tri- his like religion of like going to the store buying a thing and right. then going right. I love it when it happens and like everyone he comes across is a zombie. Yeah, I yeah. just I just love it. It's so brilliant. Um, but yeah. Anyways, we need we need to move on. Um, Brave. Brave. Yeah. So this is another one. Of, I don't. 
I think this is better than Cars, but this is still on the lower end of, of uh, Pixar, Pixar, I think. Sure, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I still think it's much better than Cars. I, I don't think you get much worse than Cars or yeah. sequels, but... Yeah, uh, or it's other t- universe tie-ins, but... Yeah. Like planes. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, outside of that, I think... Uh, I don't think Brave's terrible. Um, I like... I like a lot of it, but I just don't think it has... It's missing something for me that a lot of the other Pixar movies have. Yeah. And I just don't know what it is. Because it, it technically has everything, right? And it mm-hmm. has, like, the animation. It has the voice acting. It has the nice, like, twist in it. It has mm-hmm. the nice... Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, like, it has everything going for it, but... It's just... Yeah. Some, maybe it is... Maybe it's because it is to play by the book. But, you know, at the end, it doesn't feel play by the book because there's some real danger at the end, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it feels like everything's right about it, but there's, it feels like it's missing the thing that makes it... that push, It's pushing it over the edge for me, you know? I agree, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I think it's a, it's perfectly good, though. It's perfectly fine. A um, lot of good performances, especially... Mm. <laughs> I love that Disney's come to make fun of her later too, especially in uh, in uh, Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah, Wreck It Ralph too, and um, when they meet her, and she's like talking gibberish. She's talking like she's saying words, but like no one, like it's like no one knows what it is, and mm-hmm. like they're all like, ah, like just ignore her. <laughs> <laughs> she's just here. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, moving on, The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I might add this. I might, honestly. I, I like, this was much better than the sequel. For sure, yeah. Um, and it's much better than... Actually, it's not much better than... It. Spider-Man has a good That's a good track record, to be honest. It has, yeah. I mean, one and two are good for the Tobey Maguire. Three is up in the air for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh... One I think is pretty good for Amazing Spider-Man, uh, and I think, I think it's, I think the fucking um, what's his name? Oh my god, why am I like his name? Uh, the new Spider-Man? Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Um, yeah. I think his, uh, I think his Spider-Man's the best of all. I think he's Spider-Man. doing an amazing job. He's, yeah. he's doing a stupid good job. Yeah. <laughs> he's, and Disney fucking nailed it. Yeah, Disney nailed it. Um, but anyways, uh, um, uh, I might add this. Uh, I have what five now. So yeah, yeah. I don't know yet. Uh, that's up in the air if I if I don't have time. But I, I know I have two other on this list that I I know I have to add. So mm-hmm. let's see. Um, oh, the second Berserk movie. <laughs> wow, look at that. Magic Mike. Yeah, I'm adding this. Oh, here we go. Um, I I'm not gay or anything, but I love this movie. It's a good movie. It's a fucking good it's movie. It's a really really and good movie. I. I'm not gay. I don't think I am, but <laughs> but like the male stripping stuff is fun to watch. It is, is quite it, a show. It's, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's like I can't tear my eyes away from it. Like, damn. <laughs> like, whew, this, this is, is the, fun to watch. As soon as the movie starts and you hear McConaughey's voice is like, "Hey, ladies, you ready for?" It? And then he just yeah. Doing and I like, I got into it. Like I was like, I like this movie. He's a showman. I, <laughs> I I like this movie. Yeah. I, no, I, this movie's bold. Um. It kind of delves into a world that um, no one really. I, I don't think really any ta- anyone's talked about. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's talked about you know a male strip show like mm-hmm. this. Uh, and Channing Tatum, uh, is this his best performance? It's either this or I haven't seen 
um, Foxfire. Is that it or Catching Fox? No. Foxfire. Uh, Foxhound. Fox Catcher. Fox Catcher. Fox Catcher. Yeah. Fox Catcher definitely wasn't his best performance. Um, but he did a really good job in the movie. I would say I'd say it's between Magic Mike and Twenty One Jump Street for me, uh, which are two very different. Channing Tatum performances. It's really interesting. And yeah, that's... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Both in the same year. Yeah, right. In the same fucking year. So that's that's insane. insane. Um, Yeah, I think... I think Channing Tatum is really good. Mm -hmm. I think he just... I mean, he has... He's had chances, but... I mean, for... Like, this is... This was a chance for him, but, like, I don't think it got the... He was really good. I can't... Like, we both forgot it. Wasn't he on um, Logan Lucky? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's really good in that. Yeah. Which is another Steven Soderbergh movie. Yeah. And you know what? He's also in um, fucking Steven Soderbergh and Channing Tatum work a lot actually because yeah. he's also in that. What was that? Fucking, not good movie. <laughs> I did not like. Any okay? You know what? I'm gonna abandon that thought. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm putting that on there for me. For sure. Uh. And moving on, uh, we're going to try and get through this a bit faster. Uh, Wolf Children, have you heard of this? No. This is a Japanese-made uh, anim- anim- movie, and uh, it's got good reviews. I don't, I don't think I've even heard of it. So, yeah, got to check that out. For sure. Ice Age 2. That's actually... No, is it four? it's 4. That's 4. Yeah. Uh, four. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ted. Yes, Boom. that's going on there. Boom, for sure. dude, this was a good year for comedy. Yeah, man, no, no. I, I don't, I don't love um, comedy. Isn't my favorite genre, but my favorite comedies, like I dearly love. Yeah, you know, when I like a comedy, I dear, almost dearly love it. You mm-hmm. know, when it gets it right, it gets it right. Oh yeah, and I think Ted definitely got it right. For yeah, sure. we don't have to talk about Ted too much, but um, I love. Um, I love Ted 2 also. I think Ted 2 kind of plays a lot of the same jokes and it actually copies a lot of Family Guy jokes. <laughs> a lot of Family Guy jokes actually. Um, just straight to live action. Or, but um, but I think um, the way Seth MacFarlane shot it is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he, he went out of his way to develop some... I don't think develop, but like... Um, go a step beyond than for the technology mm-hmm. like he brought he brought technology in on this project and right. like and like for a, a kind of dumb comedy movie about a talking bear you know right. he brought in some heavy tech for it you know and i think he hosted the the oscars the next year mm-hmm. and brought ted out you know and had him oh, like yeah, yeah. so yeah. so like he poured a lot of money into it and he he very much liked the project obviously mm-hmm. yeah i think ted is very good. Um, Seth MacFarlane has always been. I'm, yeah, I'm talking way longer than this. <laughs> um, I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna talk about my love for Seth MacFarlane though. Um, I have a huge boner for him. Um, <laughs> I love everything he does. Everything he touches. Um, I, I think you know, he is so level-headed and so self-aware. I kind of jealous of him. <laughs> yeah. Like he just he's so. He has a meta understanding of how things work, and he knows that so much. He knows how not to play on it. Yeah. But he knows how to play on it just enough. Mm-hmm. And he's, I think he's a brilliant man. Um, and I think 
maybe I give him a bit more credit than he deserves, but honestly, I love everything he touches. Um, and the man's got taste, you know. He, oh, for sure. The man's got a lot of taste. He he gets involved in projects. He like he funded a lot of the um, the reboot for um, that Carl Sagan show with um, Neil oh, Patrick. Uh, Neil Cosmos, right? Yeah, yeah. Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson. Though. Yeah. Um, so he funded all. He co-produced that. He funded that a lot because he had a huge boner for a lot of the TV shows in the eighties. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. And he's doing the Orville, which is he's doing the Orville. Incredible. You know, which is like, you know. It, it's a spiritual sequel. Yeah. It really is like it's a com with a comedy spin, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, it. At first, it doesn't seem like it, especially for the first couple episodes. But once, once like season two comes around, you know, it starts really like fleshing itself out, and right. I'm really excited to see what three, season three does because he's been wanting to push it even farther. Yeah, you know, uh, or further, I should say. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's why I'm gonna add Ted to my list. I think Ted has a lot of like heart moments, um, and I think Seth MacFarlane's written all over it, and. Mm-hmm. While it, it's super funny and it can be become super funny and then somehow be super serious in the same moment. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I, I just yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Cause, yeah. Just because I think Seth MacFarlane is attached to it probably, but I think it's super good. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. We have to move on. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, we're gonna go down this dread. Dread. Oh, Carl Urban. Um. Gavin Gavin Free was heavily attached to this. Yeah, uh, Gavin slow-mo Free, guys, of, yeah, yeah slow mo guys, very heavily attached to this. Um, I haven't seen it, uh, um, but it is such a good. It's it's a very good stylized action movie. Yeah. I think you'd really enjoy. Have it. you seen the original? Uh, with um, Stallone. Stallone, yeah, yeah. So Stallone is another person I have a huge boner for. Oh, Not, Stallone's great. I, I love Stallone, like classic love for Stallone. Um, but yeah. Um, I haven't seen either um, for some reason, even though I'm a huge Stallone fan and I'm a huge Rooster Teeth fan. <laughs> like both of them, in best of both worlds, and somehow I haven't seen it. But no, uh, is it is it any good? Yeah, I really enjoy it. It's a yeah. good movie. Uh, tons of great uh, action. It's it's um it's got that John Wick flair to it. You know, really? Yeah, okay. not so much in the combat because Dredd is very much a uh, a ranged person. He's a, a lot of guns, but there are some pretty brutal fight scenes he's in. And yeah. Carl Urban does a really good job emoting with literally just a mouth. So I think you'd really enjoy it. Okay, yeah, I'm down. Um, I keep meaning to watch it. God, there's so many movies I need to watch. Uh, War of the Worlds, Goliath. Um, yeah. Never anyways, Pokemon the movie. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Dark Knight Rises. Anyway, oh no, I'm just kidding. I, I like this movie. <laughs> Um, I like it, but I don't think I'll I put think it in. People, I think people uh, like to shit on this one a lot. Yeah. And I don't really know why, to be honest, because yeah. it's like, not that it's better than Dark Knight, It's or I don't think it's bad. It's no. definitely not bad. It has, it has too many good parts about it to say that it's bad. Right. Like, honestly, it, you're, you're crazy if you say it's bad. The only reason it kind of sucks is because I know... I I don't know. I don't know how I know. I just know that Christopher Nolan had plans to keep the Joker going mm-hmm. and wanted this movie to have the Joker in it, but he died. Yeah. And couldn't make it. Yeah. So um, instead of recasting him, he said, fuck it, I'll rewrite it. Right. And I think Tom Hardy's good. I, I don't like... I, I, I think he's fine. I like the movie a lot. I think yeah. the movie's really good. 
It's um, a very good movie. It's still Nolan. Um, I think Dark Knight was just something that was really hard to follow up on, and like you said, uh, Heath Ledger did pass away. So like, I know, I know that there's a first, there's a script out there where he's written into the script. Oh, for and sure. fucking, he helps Batman take the city back from Bane. I know so? that. I know that script exists somewhere. I know that's what he planned. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I know that. <laughs> I just know. You just know, yeah. I just know. No, I, I no. To be honest, like, I. I've always fantasized about that, and like, I, I bet he would, cause like, following Joker's ideals, I bet he would. Yeah. Cause he doesn't believe in order, and doesn't. I don't think he'd believe in what Bane would be doing. So. Yeah, for sure. It would be, be like it. There's no fun if it, we're all blown up, you know, yeah, or some right? shit like that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, I love Dark Knight Rises. I'll probably put that on my list if I don't. I, I might shove it out for something else, but because I definitely love other. Christopher Nolan movies more, way more. Oh yeah, it's a it's a maybe for me. Um, but it still like doesn't take away from how how good it is. Yeah, um, it's so it's so strange. It's like the worst great movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, the Born Legacy. Um, I don't think this is as good as um the is... the Born movies, but yeah. I think it's a decent try at it. I didn't see it, to be honest. This is the one with Jeremy Renner in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is the only one I haven't seen. Jeremy Renner in one of the three movies he was sadly tried to... He was one of the three reboots he was... So, he was part of this, um, and this got abandoned. So, that was something he failed at. Mm-hmm. Um, he was part of, you know, the Avengers, but he gets abandoned by the Avengers yeah. all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, you know... And then there was a third series. I know there was because I, I remember counting three. I know there was a third series he was attached to that ended up sucking and didn't go anywhere. And I don't know for sure what it was. But mm. here, I'm going to look right now. Well, it wasn't Mission Impossible because that's still going strong. Was it? Yeah, but it was Mission. That was it, Mission Impossible because he was ignored. Oh, yeah, his he, character for sure was. His yeah. character was, like, totally just written out. Yeah. That was it. I forgot about that. So, Fucker gets, like, left behind a lot. <laughs> it really sucks, um, because he's an incredible actor. Yeah, dude. I, Have you seen Wind River? Oh, dude, when we get to 2017, I'm sucking that movie's dick. I gotta watch it before we get there. Though. Yeah, that movie's so good. <laughs> that movie's incredible. Um, I love that movie. Um, Total Recall. I... Oh yeah, I haven't seen this one. So the, the original, original is really good. Yeah. Um, I think the original is really good. I think this is a decent follow up. I don't or a decent um remake. I don't think it's nearly as good. I don't think it's terrible though. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, that's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I I wouldn't add it to any top ten list of mine. Paranorman. That's a good one. Yes, it is. Um, it is a good one. I like it. Uh, don't remember much about it, to be honest. Yeah. I honestly don't remember <laughs> anything about it, other than uh, zombies. Yeah, it's a very unique art style. That's what I remember about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, it was good. I, The campaign. I've seen this movie once. I, remember I haven't. It's okay. It's funny. I. How's Will Ferrell? Yeah, I'm not really a big Will Ferrell fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... I've grown to appreciate him more and realize there's a genius there. Mm-hmm. You know, I've recognized the genius of his work. Right. You know, but um, now, Zach Galifianakis is someone whose genius I recognized immediately. He's he's always yeah. a fun time for me. 
I it's too bad because he doesn't really fit in a lot of things either. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- I think they have to write a role for him. You know. That's true. I agree. Um. Yeah. Hope Springs. Uh. Yeah. We can move on. I, it's okay. <laughs> it's a it's a small drama movie. It's nothing special. Um. The Odd Life of Timothy Green. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. It's a kids movie, mm. but. I think it's also kind of adulty, so from what I remember, anyways. But I don't know for sure. It's nothing to write home about. Sure. Uh, moving on. Premium Rush. That's the Joseph Gordon-Levitt bike movie. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I had, I think I, I had a guilty pleasure for this. I was like, well, <laughs> dude, I kind of like this bike stuff. <laughs> Yeah, uh, dude, the bike stuff is the only good stuff. Like they try and write a story, like he gets caught up in something, and yeah, it's like, it's and he and he uses his bike skills to to yeah, fucking. But, I mean, even, it was kind of dumb. Even but. the trailers knew like this is what they want to see. You want to see Michael Shannon chasing Joseph Gordon-Levitt on a bike? Yeah, like, <laughs> like it was just like it was the cool bike stuff. That's I mean, there's there's cool bike stunts in it. That's kind of fun to watch, yeah. and that's that's really all that this movie has going for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyways, Erased. Have you heard of this? Aaron Eckhart? Mm-mm. Man. Aaron Eckhart kind of did not, did not sit, go anywhere after Dark Knight. No, he really didn't. Um, honestly, really doesn't have... Well, I'll shut my mouth. I don't know much about Aaron Eckhart's career. Like, I've only seen him in other other bad movies, like like uh, The Core. <laughs> yeah. He was in uh, Olympus Has Fallen. And that. Yeah. 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 I mean, those movies aren't great. I mean, they're watchable, that's for sure, but yeah. they're not good. Well, the first one's okay. Um, yeah, because he's the president, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it's Gerard Butler. Man, have you seen the sequels? I've seen the second one. I have not seen So what's like, London, London Has Fallen and then Angel Has Fallen. Yeah. I think that franchise has fallen. Yeah, it is now, for sure. Uh, moving forward, trying to find something we recognize. Argo. Oh, yeah. So, I need to give this movie another watch. I did not like this movie when I first watched it, but oh. I have come to realize I just didn't know how to appreciate it and would love to watch it again and give it a better understanding. Um, what do you think? I think it's okay. I like The Town way better than Argo, and a lot of people put Argo above oh, The, the town. Town's really good. But The Town is really, really good. The town mm-hmm. is hard to beat, man. I think I need to rewatch Argo, too, though, because I, I enjoyed it, but I don't think I appreciate it as much as everyone else does. And maybe I just didn't quite understand it the first time around. No, I just I didn't get what was the big hubbub about it. I mean, yeah. he got Best Picture for it, too. Yeah. Um, didn't get Best Director nominated, although I think he was really salty about that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to double-check that. So it won three Oscars. And Oh, it won it won Best Picture. It won be- yeah, it won Best Picture, um, writing and achievement and film editing. Notice it does not have a nominee for Best Director. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I think he was extremely salty about that, even on stage. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But uh can't have everything been up like i mean i think a nominate i think he deserved a nomination though i mean the dude has made made three incredible movies in a row yeah like incredible (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm sure that's with that's with the case that if our that argo is incredible i'm sure it is like i'm just 
wasn't able to like really see it the first time. Yeah. Um. So it was the town Argo, and there's a third one. Um. The t- uh, uh, Gone Baby Gone. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that movie's fucking awesome. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that movie's awesome. Anyways, uh, Hyde Park on Hudson. That's a Bill Murray movie. Have you ever- Did you see this? I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, it's a small little comedy biography, I guess. I didn't think it made. Anyways, uh, moving on. Ginger and Rosa has Elle Fanning, one of my favorite oh. uh, little girl direct, direct uh, actors. Uh, I love everything she's in. Uh, she's in... I first saw her in Super 8. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. Um, moving on, The Master. Goddamn. I've not seen it's this It's a Paul movie. Thomas Anderson movie. So, if you see... Have you seen Paul Thomas Anderson movies? Yeah, yeah. Did you see Punch Struck Love? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I like Paul Thomas Anderson. I know he, he goes for big concepts and, like, super uh, small packages. Mm-hmm. You know, he, the master is kind of the exception to that. It's not There's not a small package there. You know, it's like, there's a lot to unfold in this movie. Mm. It, there's a, it's incredibly... It's not my speed. It, there's a lot it's trying to say. There's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of... Um, Joaquin Phoenix is really going for something. I mean, I think for the most part it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not inc- it's not watchable for sure. It's um, There are moments that are watchable. Like The moments between Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix are it. Now, Amy Adams and Jesse Plemons are also in this. And there's oh. a bunch of other people. Um, but they're the most notable. And they're good in it too, but really the stuff between Hoffman and Phoenix are really the only kind of int- really interesting stuff, um, I think, anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't put it on mine. Not yet, anyways. Okay. Um, Francis Ha, have you heard this? I have heard of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's Noah Bumbach and uh, Greta Gerwig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Greta Gerwig is just eating it up these days. So. Uh, but I haven't seen this, so we're going to move on. Spring Breakers? Spring Breakers. Uh, I've seen it. Um, I heard that this movie was a bit better than people realized it was. It was pretty good. Um, I think, honestly, it just kind of... It, it takes a while to get to the point where it gets really good. Um, I sure. think I think the trailers did this movie a huge disservice. It's nothing like the trailers... The trailers make it seem like just a spring break comedy with like a little bit of uh, drama in there. Yeah. But it is very different. Uh, but I wouldn't put it on my top list. Just because I know there's just like a ton of other movies in this year that are going to deserve a spot more than that. Like uh, this one right here. Looper. Yeah. So Looper is... Um, uh, how, how would you describe Looper? really good but yeah pretty confusing it's very confusing and i also think it like breaks its own logic at points yeah there are plot holes in this movie i've, I've seen the plot holes talked about in detail uh, especially the ending people really try really hard to make sense of whether or not the ending even works or not i i don't yeah because like like it's there are a couple moments when like the movie very clearly play, breaks like rules it set for itself. Right. So, like, but um, if you ignore that, you have a really good movie. Yeah, you have yeah. a really really good movie. A really good um, sci-fi. Um, if you can get past like 
some of these glaring plot holes sometimes, um, which can be really hard because it can real sometimes that can really break a movie for people. I mean that sucks, but it can. And but if you can like maybe like come up with your own narrative as to why it works, sure, and then get past it that way, then fuck it, man. And that that works, that works. Like because right. there is a good movie there. There's a really good movie there. It's just like there's sometimes it's like illogical right um but i'd probably add it to my list um, that's a maybe for me for sure um we're getting through taken two mm. moving on yeah the place beyond the pines oh that's a maybe too for sure i haven't seen this but i've heard a lot of good things it's a really good movie uh motorcycle stunt rider turns to robbing banks as a way to provide for his lover and their newborn child a decision that puts him on the collision course with an ambitious rookie cop navigating a department ruled by a corrupt detective oh shit i'm in dude right that sounds awesome like i love cop movies (laughs) and i love oh dude i love ryan gosling and i love bradley cooper yeah oh dude why have i not watched this already okay damn like i've I knew there was a motorcycle thing about it, mm-hmm. but, like, I didn't know what. <laughs> but Definitely tell me what you think about this movie. I'm going to watch that. That sounds awesome. Um, Seven Psychopaths. This is... I've I like this movie a lot. I haven't seen You'd it. like this movie a lot. Yeah? yeah, give this movie a watch, for sure. Okay. Um, it's very... I'd have to watch it again, but Woody Harrelson is super good in it. Um, it's one of his, like, roles, like, kind of written for him. Like, mm-hmm. in Christopher Walken. I mean, they're all... It's they just hire seven um heaven seven actors that are kind of psychopathic you know so you got colin farrell woody harrelson sam rockwell christopher walken i mean you know what yeah i can definitely see either all of them playing little kind of psychopaths Um, honestly i don't remember the plot a whole lot it has something to do with screenwriters and but and there's a script floating around that these people want i don't know it's some uh it's some oddball like uh, it's it's an oddball like plot, but the it's a centerpiece for like or a set piece for the, these guys to just act crazy or something. Yeah, it's um it's good. I wouldn't. I don't know. I if, I don't probably wouldn't put it into my top ten. Could like I probably leave it out there, but I think there's some but a lot of other things that could beat it for me. So yeah, um it's definitely worth a watch though. I definitely recommend that. Okay, I'm gonna um, I'd have to rewatch it though because um yeah. Oh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, that's a maybe for sure. Man, there's a lot. We're getting to a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, fuck, that's a good movie. Um, I fell in love with Jennifer Lawrence in this movie. I like. Oh yeah. I fell in love. Like, it's hard not to fall in love with her. She's so fucking lovable. I don't know yeah. what the word is. Like, it sounds a little creepy, but I I fell in love with the relationship that Bradley Cooper has with her too. Oh yeah. And. Bradley Cooper is really good in this movie also. Talk about an under... Well, I don't know if I call him underrated, but talk about just... us. He's, he always seems to surprise people. Yes, like, right. It, honestly. Yeah, like this one, and then he did Guardians, and then he did uh, Star is Born, and every time he does a movie... People are just like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. But yeah. like... Or, or um, the other one, um, the the military one. Um, where, mm, where uh, we had the fake baby. Um, yes. Sniper. Uh, the last... No. Oh, it, it, no, it wasn't Snipers. Shooter? No, I think it was Sniper, right? It might have been. Shooter's the show. I think you're right. I think it was Shooter's Sniper. like that, that Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. Well, also, there was a show, the show that they yeah, were going to make show. that they had to cancel. 
Um, I think it is Sniper. Yeah, because there was a lot of controversy behind it because it was based on a true story. Uh, some people were like, don't make this movie, and some people were like, you need to make this movie. I saw it, and I thought it was really good because he carries that movie. I watched a video of... Um, so I watched... A, uh, I like There's a, there's a series of videos these guys do. Um, this this channel does i don't i'm sorry i don't know the channel but they hire essentially someone who's an expert in some field mm -hmm. and they have them watch a movie that revolves around this field i've seen this series so yeah. like they they have like like marines or like navy go out and watch like watch like scenes from like movies and there was um there was someone someone actually knew they they hired a guy who who actually knew um the guy Bradley Cooper plays and they had him watch a couple of the things and they were like this is mostly right but there's some minute details like like right there he put his hand on his helmet to signal something which is something people do but he would have never taken his finger off the trigger he never takes his finger off the trigger like that's not I never saw that man take the finger off his wow. trigger like he would have never ever done that like like while that is something people do to sig like signal what it is like mm -hmm. what's happening or what you know it's not something this particular person would have done. Right. So, it's 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 interesting. Like I like the I like the those like little series. Um, yeah, but not to drag away from Silver Linings Playbook. Um, this is definitely a maybe maybe for me. This put David O. Russell as the director on the map for me. Yeah. I mean, he had work. He has a ton of work before this, but like, as like a modern day consumer, he was like this was the first thing I saw of his. So, and then the fighter. Um, which yeah. we talked about in 2010, I think. One of my favorite fucking movies. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a great director. Um, we move on to Cloud Atlas. I still have Their three-hour epic um, with Tom Hanks. Oh, I've heard mixed things about this. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of mixed things. I don't think we... Yeah. yeah. It's one of the, the Wachowski sisters now. <laughs> the Matrix people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I we both haven't seen it, so we're gonna move on. Honestly, don't know what it's about except uh, the time travel stuff. Yeah. But um, the perks of being a wallflower. I probably wouldn't put this on my top list, but um, as as a teenager, I love this movie. Yeah. As a more grown up person, I I like this movie. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it. It's I like connected to the to the movie as a teenager, mm -hmm. for some weird reason I did. Um. I connected to Logan Lerman for some reason, in some way, um, but after that, I I haven't seen it since, and I've my love for it has waned. So I guess I guess yeah. I, I don't know. There's definitely a target audience it went for, and it nailed it. But I don't think it really does much outside of it. You know. So end uh, of watch. This oh. is a this is um. I forgot this was 2012. This is another. I guess not found. Well, I guess technically found footage. Most of it is found footage. Yeah. But um, man, twenty twelve is really just just. So yeah, I remember watching this movie and not liking it. But since I have grown, I definitely like it. I really like it. It's movie. really good. I have to rewatch it, but it's really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's raw. And this is a movie where the it did deserve to be. It had to be, um, um, filmed like it did. I yeah. think it did deserve the way it felt. Like it had a reason to be filmed like that. Yeah. Um, to be filmed with as a documentary style. Like I think it deserved to have that look, and it gave that movie an extra layer mm -hmm. that was almost essential for it to be that good. 
Um, yeah, this movie is gritty and dark and honestly, like, really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Really sad. Um, yeah, I I have to give it another watch um, to really appreciate it. Remember not liking it at first. Was really pissed pissed off by it. Yeah, didn't think there was anything special in it. But I really want to rewatch this this thing. Same. Um, um, much ado about nothing. A Joss Whedon directed Shakespeare. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. Haven't seen that. Um, the Impossible. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. So it's a uh, tourist go to Thailand and then a uh, a um, fucking tsunami hits mm. and it's based off a true story the family was real the they kind of like whitewash it though because the family was like mexican i think but uh. um like during this uh, the tsunami the like so they're just out relaxing and then the tsunami just fucking hits mm. like out of nowhere it hits like it's pretty fucking awesome uh it's a pretty great moment um there's almost there's so much there's so little build up for it it just happens and it's awesome wow. um it, it just it happens out of nowhere like you know that's what this movie's about but like so oh yeah I'm fucking meandering over something Tom Holland is in this yeah I saw that His Tom name. Holland is this is the earliest I've ever seen him and he's fucking tiny <laughs> um and he's um one of the the kids um and yeah he's he's great yeah. um Ewan McGregor is in this too. He's he's also great. I love Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And it's just like during it, they, I think um, if I remember correctly, the kid, he, when it happens, they have a split second decision where she grabs one kid and he grabs another, and then they both get washed away from each other, oh, or t- or they, no, he grabs one kid, no, she grabs one kid, and then he grabs two of the others. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they both get washed away, and the movie is about them getting back together. Oh, man. And it's really good. Um, it's a little... It slows down about halfway through, but it's still really good. Lords of Salem, Rob Zombie movie. Oh, I've heard of this. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah, i would heard mixed things about it. I think I'm on Taurus fans. It's pretty good, but... Moving on. Hey, Richard here. Just want to let you know, uh, at this point of the, uh, the recording, we... Uh, Adonis had to leave, and we actually picking up the rest of the recording a day later, or a couple of days later. I uh, don't remember exactly the timeline, but uh, just so there's no confusion, or or uh, it, it sound it might sound like we're talking from a different frame of reference, and the quality of the audio might be a little different too. So just wanted to give you guys a little heads up. All right. So last time um, we were talking, we were still continuing 2011, right? 2012? Right. No, 2012. Yeah. And we were on the last page, so after this we can just um, move right into 2013. Uh, we'll finish up 2012 and then go to 2013. There's a couple movies in 2013 I really can't wait to see. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, so let's do. Let's just um keep let's start going down this um thing. Let's do it. Emperor, have you heard of this? Um, so I've not. Matthew Fox, I've I've heard of it a little bit. Hmm. Um, I don't know much about it. I just know it's a World War Two movie. Um. Oh, the ABCs of death. That's another. Oh, that's weird. Because uh, I remember we were talking about VHS. Um, this is another. Uh, I think by the same people, or at least some of the same directors. There's a little bit of a. There's a movie in 2013 that's a lot like this too. Yeah. Um, 
I think it's like the first movie that came out in 2013. Was it movie 43? Right. Yeah, that's like the comedy version of this. Yeah, we'll um we'll talk about that when we get to it. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, ABCs of Death is another like uh, um anthology of horror movies, but this time it's uh some form of death that starts with every letter of the alphabet. Okay. So it gets it's a really weird and stupid movie. There's some that are like like I'll spoil one. There's like a uh, death by panties or something. It's it's making fun of like Japanese anime. Oh, okay. Uh, and like this this lady wants to sniff her teacher's panties and it's 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 very weird and she dies yeah. from doing that. <laughs> so Interesting. Yeah, if what if I'm remembering it correctly, it's something bizarre like that. Alright. Um, Trouble with the Curve. Pretty underwhelming Clint Eastwood movie. Oh yeah, I've seen this. It's um for I don't know why so Clint Eastwood's been famous for like being retired and then coming back to do a movie right like every four or five years so yeah. recently it was um the mule and i that probably will be his last movie to be honest i'm thinking so too um yeah the dude's not pushing 90 yeah i mean well not pushing he is um <laughs> but yeah he's got to be going pretty soon unfortunately uh, but let's not talk about that let's talk about this movie uh it's just a baseball movie um yeah. and Let's see, he's a really good um, spotter. Like, he knows how to spot talent, mm -hmm. I guess. And his daughter is pretty good at it, too, but she became a lawyer, and they became disconnected. But now, for whatever reason, they're connected again. They're doing, like, a little road trip together. I don't know. It, it, it's fun. It's it's harmless. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, there are some things about it where I'm like, why did I... It's like he wakes up in the morning, and he pees, and he, like... <laughs> You know, like I don't. Yeah, I get it. He's old. Like, yeah, it's it's just a very slow. It's very slow. Yeah, very very slow. Very typical baseball movie with Clint Eastwood, and like it's a really good cast. I mean, Amy Adams, John Goodman. Justin I guess Timberlake. it's acted well, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be acted well. It's just like there's not any. There's, I mean, there's, there's no substance. There. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Not a lot they can work with. I think, no. uh, you know. Clint Eastwood has a dead wife and they go to visit the uh, the grave and mm. you know it's like I've seen this a lot you know <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen this many times I've uh, seen this particular scene a handful of times yeah so yeah I don't know it's uh it's okay it's fine yeah it's definitely underwhelming though um the collection so this is another this is a movie I like um yeah have you heard of this I've seen this yeah yeah this is a good one um I don't well it's a good ho for our horror fans, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, just a dude who is just a serial killer and likes to cut people up, right? And it's like, it takes it to another level, right? But the first one, is this the first one? I think so. I think it's the collection and then the collector, right? Or something like that. They're both the same guy. Yeah. Um, no, this is the second one. Okay, so this is actually at the dude's place. Um, they get oh, captured yeah. and taken to the dude's place. The first one was in um, a house, an entirely all-in-one house. So a guy breaks into a house while this other dude is uh, in the house going to... No, he lives there, I think. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but um, the serial killer is, like, in a mask the whole time, and he's... Uh, yeah. As far as, like, slasher movies go, I think this is a, kind of a hidden gem... Uh, especially the second one. I don't know. What do you think? I like it a lot. I think it's, um, I would say it is a hidden gem, but it's like, it's, 
it's got a cult following. Like I think a lot of people are starting to sure. I mean, hidden gems probably is. wrong wrong wording. I think it was at first because I think when this came out, there wasn't a lot of buzz around it. Uh, no, it was a good movie, but like it wasn't anything to write home about. Uh, and I think just recently it's starting to get a bit of a surge because there's a lot more people talking about this movie and like wanting to see more of it and like the and uh, the collector is a really interesting new. I want a third or, one. I do too. Because, like, the third, the second one leaves it open, like, he could... Oh, man, I don't know. I don't, maybe I shouldn't spoil it. Um, if, it is a pretty old... Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know, because it is... It's like, I got the impression he could become the next one. Yeah, I did too. And, like, I also know there's a lot of argument around that. <laughs> so I, I could see this becoming a sort of a, a Saw-type series where, like, you start to yeah. really dive into the collector. The same way they do Jigsaw, you know? Yeah, but... I don't know. It's it's a weird one. It, it I, I don't know. It's also been a long time since I've seen it. So, it, I don't know if it's whole, if it holds up. Mm-hmm. But, well, um, I definitely like it, for sure. As far as slasher movies go. Yeah. Um, we move on to Resident Evil Damnation. This is one of those... Uh, oh, is this the animated one? Yeah, one of those animated ones. I think I've seen this one. I don't have it on my watch list because I honestly don't know for sure, though. <laughs> I know I've seen one. It was in an airport, and then there was a big underground lair they were in. And that's all I remember. <laughs> I've only seen the live-action ones. Um, moving on. Red Dawn, the remake. Oh, yeah. So, this isn't good, is it? It's it's okay. Yeah, I, I watched it and enjoyed it, but when I came to... When I watched the... This was also eight years ago when I first watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it, like, around the time it came out. I didn't I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw some bootleg no, copy I, of I it. I saw it on Netflix or something, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so... I enjoyed it when I first watched it, and then I went on to IMDb and saw that it has a lot of hate, and I'm like, it's not great, but I don't <laughs> think it's this kind of hate. It deserves this kind of hate, but... It's weird, isn't it? Like Negan is in it. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Um, I can't remember if he dies or not, but... Because well, he, he's the father, right? Is he? I thought he was one of the special ops guys who comes in at, later in the movie. Oh, maybe he is. I don't know. It's... I didn't know who he was when I watched it, so I'll have to see it. Yeah, it's got a stacked cast for sure. Josh Peck, and then Josh Hutcherson, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Big, well, that's a big one. Uh, I know, uh, what's his name? D- Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah. Uh, Isabel Lucas. It's a pretty good cast. Let's see, Brett Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will Young Lee. Lee. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a, great pull oh yeah jeffrey d morgan sergeant major andrew tanner yeah it's got a lot of um okay cool yeah so he is one of the special ops mm. or he might he might still be the father oh and adrian pilecki fucking one of my favorite oh, like yeah, yeah. actors right now even though she's not in a lot of stuff but yeah i think i is it pilecki i i probably fucked her name up but i think it's pilecki she's in um she's um seth mcfarland's ex-wife and and uh the orville mm-hmm. and they're also like fl- but she's also his number one and it's a weird dynamic but like they work to like the it's a good dynamic and she's really good and she's super funny and this sh- go watch the orville but um <laughs> but yeah um she's also in uh the first john wick 
Is she really? Yeah, dude. She fights John Wick in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I gotta watch it again. Yeah. It was, um... Yeah, she's just, like... I just notice her in more and more things, so... Uh, she's kind of popping up, yeah. I feel like, now. Uh, so, moving on to... Life of Pi. So this is a good one. Oh yeah. I thought this came out in November. So oh it uh, it did because we are on seven eighty seven. So um, this came out in Thanksgiving. I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. I really liked it at the time. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say I loved it at the time, but I enjoyed it a lot. <clears throat> There's a lot of magic there. Yeah. Um, for sure. I know for a lot of people it doesn't really work though. It doesn't... Ang Lee always tries, mm-hmm. like, something different with his movies. Always. He That's always true. He always goes, like, a different... Like, something different from... He, he's a diverse worker, so... Mm-hmm. Um, he always tries to do something that is unlike what he would normally do, I feel like. And this is definitely unusual, a, a unique movie in its own right. Um, yeah. Uh, it's definitely... It's... As strange as... A word for it, but I think unique is a better word for it. Yeah. Uh, what do you, Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I would say unique too. I loved it when it came out. It was a very. It's a very. Um, just visually pleasing movie. Oh and yeah. The connection sure. with the kid and the tiger. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really really good. Uh, I didn't know there was a lot of like. Like you said, like mixed opinions on it. I didn't really read much about it when it came out. I just thought it was like a. Generally, well, I get. I guess I kind of thought of it in the same way as. Uh, Adventures of Tintin or Avatar, like those are both also uh, visually striking movies that came out, but there's like a lot of discourse around them now. Yeah. So I gu- I guess. Uh, Where do you f- fall on it? On it, whether or not it's actually a tiger. Oh. Um. Because there's a lot of evidence to support that it is a tiger. You know? Yeah. But like, a lot of people. There's a suggestion at the end that he is, like, imagining it. Uh, <clears throat> they were actually people. Like, all the animals that got on that boat were actually people. Mm-hmm. And the tiger got them all. Um, and one of the... Whoever was the tiger got all of them. Killed all of them and was kind of crazy and shit. But... And the only way he could cope with it was to call them tigers and shit. And to, like think of them as tigers or something like that interesting so that was that was what i kind of got from it that's where you, that's where you're leaning on i no i don't at all i oh, i okay. honestly think they're tigers uh, it was a, it was real animals um uh, yeah it's an interesting theory but yeah uh, i think i'm leaning more towards real tiger too i might have picked up wrong too i've only seen it the one time in theater and it was like what seven years eight years ago at this point so uh yeah it, it just i don't know it kind of I don't know, I feel like that's a, a really huge, like, uh, su- not I want to say subplot, but, like, smaller story within the story Ang Lee would already be trying to tell, so yeah. I don't know if he was going for something like that. Yeah, I don't know, I'd have to rewatch it, but I did get, a, like, a hint that they might, like, the only way he was coping with it was to call him animals, because he couldn't understand the cruelty happening in front of mm. him, or something like that, uh, but, like, the kid's also, like, what? 15? Yeah, he's young. So he's not like... He's not... He's not like... Insane. Or... He's not like so young that he can't understand what he's seeing. Like... Right. Like he can... I, I don't know. 
I don't know. But yeah, uh, let's keep going. Uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I don't think... No, I haven't seen this one. I've only seen the second one. Oh, really? Yeah. Pitch Perfect is one of those movies where I really, really enjoyed it when it came out, but now I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Sure. Yeah, uh, the second one, I hated the second one. <laughs> there is... The second one was on a day... I started watching Fight Club, uh-huh. was really enjoying it. Um, not Did not know what the fuck was going on, but was really enjoying it. And then I got dragged to see the second one in theaters. <laughs> And, uh, in the middle of it. Right. And I was fucking already mad. And I came in, not mad, but I was already like, like, I had to pull myself away from this movie to watch this movie, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, so I'm like, okay, whatever. And I started watching it. I'm a little annoyed. And then, like, it starts and it just keeps going. And I'm like, I hate this movie. I fucking hate this movie. Every joke made it pissed me off. It was not funny to me. I hated Rebel Wilson. I hated... It just... I hated it. I hated, hated. It made uh, Keegan-Michael Key not funny. Oh, shit. Is he in that? Yeah, he's the producer. That was before I knew who he was. Mm-hmm. But, um... That must have been... Yeah, that must have been before I knew who he was. But... Um, yeah. <clears throat> First one's way better than the second one, I'll say that, at least. I just... I don't know. Like, there's no desire for me to want to watch it again. It's a really good comedy, but... I don't hate Rebel Wilson at all. I don't have anything against her, but I don't think she's funny. <laughs> I think she does... It, I have the same issue with Melissa McCarthy, and yeah. sometimes Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig has, has shown to get out of it, but there's a lot of times where... All three of them will just play the same character. Sure, yeah. Over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, Rebel Wilson, though, I just never thought it... it I could see where it can be funny, but I just don't think she has the acting ability yet. I, I honestly don't know. Well, she had a Super Bowl commercial that was really funny, I thought. <laughs> she, was, like, she was, like, trying to hook up with guys online or something, and it was mm-hmm. like... Super funny. I, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. So I think she can be, but def, I don't think she's funny in these movies. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've seen her in a role where I really liked her. She might just be in danger of being typecast. As well. uh, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I feel like everyone writes her character the same way. And yeah, it's not funny. And that's yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, we move on to stand up guys. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Al Pacino, Christopher Walken, Alan Arkin. Shit, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen it. I think I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. Um, moving on to Lincoln. Okay, I <laughs> like right, this. Cool, this yeah, will probably yeah. go on my my top my ten list. Yeah, for sure. Um, shit, I actually don't remember my list. Do you have it? <laughs> I I have mine. I think we shared like three at least. Oh fuck me! What have I done? So yeah, what I'll do is after this, I'll go, I'll go back to the movies and make sure. But yeah, that'll probably go on my list. Um, Lincoln, I think, is um, a really great movie. Um, I think it's a bit self-indulgent at times, mm-hmm. but it, it, if you uh, maybe not get past that, but can sort of lean into it. Then I think the movie's really good. Oh yeah, I think the movie. There's a lot to like about this movie, especially Daniel Day Lewis. Oh yeah, um, and, I, and this is probably his best role in a in a 
and a list of a lot of great roles this mm-hmm. man has had. Daniel Day-Lewis is a fucking work of nature, uh, force of nature when it comes to acting. He always takes it to the next level. But I feel like Lincoln is his best role. Oh, for to sure. Be, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, we talked about like actors who just kind of get lost in their role and Dan Day Lewis does it a lot and especially in this one like he I, I think I was talking about um, a movie called I, I couldn't figure out the name it was called Phantom Thread Phantom, um, oh yeah yeah and he to prepare for that role uh, one of the things he did was just wore like one of those jackets like those like layover jackets you would wear back in the day mm-hmm. um, kind of like uh, an undercoat you would if you were wearing a big suit, you would have, like, this vest on. Right. And he would wear something like that, but it was made out of, like, different material. And he would just wear it. for. He said for, like, a thousand hours he wore it just, just to get prepared and, like, into the mood of the movie. You know? And I was just like, that's just, like, I don't understand. Like, you don't need to take it to that level. I heard for The Crucible, he didn't take a bath. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. He didn't fucking shower at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I heard for that. Yeah, I was just, I don't get it. Like, maybe, maybe they need that for them. Maybe. And just to say, keep themselves in the role, but I think me- that that kind of method acting is a bit of a cheat, you know? Yeah. Because the point of acting is to be able to snap into any character at any time, you know? Right. So I don't think Daniel Day-Lewis could play a, a role where he has to play mul- multiple different facets of his character or something. Yeah, no, because he's really got to he's gotta get into the role that he's playing. Yeah, so, like, if he was playing something <clears throat> like... Uh, I don't know anything sci-fi related. Like if he, he was, if he was uh, in Split. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like if he had, he had had to do something where he had to play different um, uh, personalities, but still in the same body for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he could do it. Not well. He could do it, but he wouldn't be comfortable doing it. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry. Um, let's talk about Lincoln. <laughs> So what do you think about this movie? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I really like this movie. I've it's, only seen it once. I've only seen it once too. Yeah, it's, it's only it's only gotten better in my memory. Yeah, of it. It's so. such a good biopic. It does kind of get like you said a little self indulgent at times. Yeah, but I think that like I think the movie really makes up for it. It's it's got stellar directing, cinematography. Like I said, Dana Day Lewis just loses himself in the role of Lincoln. It's this is perhaps Steven Spielberg's last great movie. I like, yeah, I'd agree with that. This the last like truly great movie he made. Honestly, well, he made good movies after this, but I don't think he's really. And people love to shit on the BFG. I think the BFG is good. I think it's a good movie. And but for whatever reason, it did not work for people. No. I a lot of people for some reason. So that's the same thing with uh, Strange Magic. Oh, I was that a Sean Penn movie? I no, sorry, not Sean Penn. Uh, uh, Simon Pegg. Is oh, that a Simon Pegg movie? I don't think he wrote it, but I think he was in it. I I know that uh, Elton John was in it. It's a uh, it's a Lucasfilm movie. Yeah. So yeah, Spielberg is a big producer now. He he just like puts his hand in everything he wants to put his hand in. He doesn't like fully put go on to a lot of movies now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ready Player One was not a great movie oh bridge of spies okay bridge of spies was after oh, lincoln and the post i haven't seen the post yet but i hear i mean it's meryl streep and tom hanks so. i mean i've heard the post is like no i've i have heard like it's okay oh, really? i've only heard like like it's a good acting piece but like there's 
not a lot to it. Oh, a good Oscar bait, but not much substance. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, maybe there is substance there, but it's just like, it's just all Oscar bait. Mm. You know, I don't know. Uh, there's nothing like, there's nothing deeper than that, you know? Uh, no, yeah, if we say Bridge of Spies is better than Lincoln, then yeah, Bridge of Spies is uh, the last great movie. He, or if we say Bridge of Spies is a great movie, I haven't seen it, though. I haven't either, but I. That's a uh, shame on us. because <laughs> yeah, that really, was a really that was a, that was really talked about back in the, when it came out. It almost won the, the Oscar, didn't it? Well, Mark Rylance won the Oscar for it. Oh. Okay. Uh, for his acting in it. Oh, that's that was right. the first that's time right. I heard about Mark Rylance, um, and he became the BFG later in the next movie. <laughs> oh well. He was yeah he's the BFG. Okay. Um, and he's fucking awesome. Like I. I only knew that was Mark Rylance because I I looked it up beforehand. You know mm-hmm. he's great in it. Uh yeah, <laughs> Lincoln is super good as we keep getting sidetracked with it. But <laughs> um, I guess Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in it. I don't remember this though. I, I don't remember. Um, David Strayer is in it too. I also don't remember this. I do remember Sally Field in it and oh, how yeah. she's fucking incredible. Oh, also. Yeah. She ma- she matches Daniel Day Lewis pretty well. Oh, for sure, dude. Um, but yeah, okay. So I'm probably putting this on my top ten. Uh, we're gonna move on now because we spent way too much time on it. Uh, but yeah, uh, here comes the boom. Have you seen this? I have not. Is that, I actually. That's Kevin James. Yeah, okay. Kevin James and Henry Winkler actually. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, but man. yeah, this is actually not a terrible movie. I don't think. Uh, it's a high school biology teacher looks to become a successful mixed martial arts fighter in an effort to raise money to prevent extracurricular activities from being axed at his cash straps to school. Sure. So, it, it's a it's a well-hearted movie. Mm-hmm. It's a and it's never good and it's um, the fights are actually kind of fun. Uh, it, it's if you can believe Kevin James winning an MMA fight, then yeah, uh, <laughs> it, they're they're not bad. Uh, but. Uh, Henry Winkler is his coach, and he's fucking funny as shit, from what I remember. I think he's not all there either, and that's what kind of makes it super funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, not much else to say, I don't think. Um, Selma Hayek is also in it. Oh, okay. I think he's Kevin James' wife. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Quite a pull. Yeah, Kevin honestly, James. it's like uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Ava Mendez. Oh, and, uh, and the other and the other guys. Yeah, yeah. I oh just I kind of like that joke when super like not hot dudes have super hot wires for no <laughs> reason, and like oh dude, the dynamic and the other guys is super funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was one thing I was already for. Uh, the broken circle. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I've only seen it floating around. I I've never really I haven't seen it. I've only seen it like floating around on the internet though. Okay, I don't know anything about it though. I just know it's a romance or something. Uh, moving on. Flight. Okay, yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. Okay, I unfortunately haven't seen this yet. Even though Denzel Washington, I think, is one of the best actors of all time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Even though he kind of plays himself in every role. But, uh, yeah, it's really... Is it good? It's good. It's really good. Um... It's very similar to, to I don't I, I think it's a true story, but it's similar to the story of Sully. Remember when we saw that? Yeah, uh, I liked Sully, dude. Yeah, I love. Well, I don't know if I loved Sully, but I really, really liked it, and I know I liked it more than a lot of people, which was surprising. Well, okay, not to get sidetracked on Sully, but the reason why I I found out later was 
the second half of that movie doesn't exist in real life. Oh, yeah. They never did any of that, like, those hearings or any of that shit. They never, none of that shit ever happened. Yeah, I heard they really embellished a lot. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, anyways, Flight. Yeah, Flight's a very similar story. Uh, Denzel Washington saves his, uh, his passengers on a plane that almost crashes. Or, I think it does crash, but, like, everyone survives. Uh... And they do an investigation, and, like, it reveals a lot of stuff about, like, why it crashed and what was going on. And it's a, it's a very dramatic, gripping story. Denzel Washington is, I mean, he's Denzel Washington. Like, yeah. he, he's, he's a really good actor, but he's really good in this movie. So, yeah, um, I'm watching, a, I'm listening to a podcast. Um, I'll plug it, I guess. Um, I'm listening to a podcast called, uh, like, uh, Black Box Down. Mm-hmm. It's uh, produced by Rooster Teeth. Uh, and, they, and it... Um, so Gus from Rooster Teeth is a huge, uh, like, aviation fan. He knows all like like for whatever reason it fascinates him. So he knows all mm. of the all these things. So he's doing a podcast on it now. So he's talking about each episode is a is a wreck, or an incident that happened, and they talk about it in depth and what goes on. So you just said like all my trigger words for um for <laughs> for about this flight, this movie, how they like investigate it and like uh, you know. And reveals a bunch of shit about why it went down and all that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but yeah, I'm. Um, I definitely want to see this. Um, I've always wanted to see it, but now I, I that just kind of shot it up. Oh, you know? really? So yeah, I kind of so all the keywords. Yeah. 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 But yeah. If you want, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, definitely check Black Box down. It's pretty dope. Um, okay. uh, like, there's a lot of things to learn about um, how many things need to go wrong for a plane to crash. Mm-hmm. Like. It's like, if one thing goes wrong on a plane, it's usually fine, you know? But it has to be a lot of things that go wrong for... It has to be a perfect storm of consequences, like... Because, like, they have a contingent plan for everything. And if they they don't, they make one up for it after that, you know? Right. So, it's crazy. Uh, Um... Moving on to... Skyfall. Oh, okay. my! Probably the only James Bond movie I actually really like. I haven't seen this one. <sighs> yeah, I actually really like this James Bond. Um, not to say that I I like all most James Bonds just because they're fun mm-hmm. and you know I like I like how they can be action pieces, but I haven't really really liked one uh, since. Or before, uh, other than Skyfall, I haven't really liked one. Mm-hmm. Um, just Skyfall has a lot, everything going for it. Javier Bardem is dope. Uh, Daniel Craig is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judy Dench and her uh, ending or arc is ending's not the right word. Arc is better. Uh, but yeah, I if you haven't seen this and like you like a good movie, like definitely this movie is a good movie. Okay. Um, there's still like plot holes and things in it that are that are like what, but if you can get like it has a lot of Joker esque um, vibes, like gets caught on purpose, but like does he, you know? Right, right. And it's like, oh, was he planning this all along, you know, gotcha. or is he just that smart, you know? He's just got backup plans for everything. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things, and it it's it kind of like, well, why would he do that? There's no point, you know. Right. But anyways, um, I think it's um. I think it's super good, and it's it comes to a crashing end, and it's awesome. Um, but yeah, as far as James Bond movies go, I think this is probably up there. It has to be one of the best ones. Not that I've seen all of them, but it has to be one of the best ones. 
Um, I recommend that one. That might go on my top ten. Okay. Uh, Hitchcock. Okay, so this is um, Anthony Hopkins oh, playing yeah, Hitchcock. Have you seen this? Yeah. So yeah, uh, this is um, Hitchcock and his um, while he's filming um, Psycho, mm-hmm. um, and apparently Psycho is actually one of the last like great movies he did. I know he does a couple movies after this, but. I think uh, Psycho was one of the last movies he did. Um, it, one of his last grades. Anyways, um, I, I, but don't quote me on that anyways. But Anthony Hopkins always wanted to play Hitchcock, I read. So oh, okay. this was his, like, thank God I got to play Hitchcock, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he gets to just act his ass off in this movie. And he's, <laughs> he's I mean, he's good. He's he really is. good. Um, yeah, what do you got to say? Um... Not much of I mean, not much more than you said. I really, really like this movie. Uh, it's another. I, I don't know if I put it on my top ten, but it is one of my favorite uh, biopics. As far as biopics go, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's I mean, pretty good. I really like biopics, especially ones that like focus on people that I know, like Imitation Game or like Hitchcock or Lincoln. I mean, everyone knows. Lincoln. What are your uh, What are your go to biopics? My go to biopics. Yeah. Um, probably those three that I just mentioned. Uh, Chaplin. With uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's a really good one. Mine, mine is uh, I don't know if this is technically a biopic, but mine is uh, uh, Apollo thirteen. Okay. I don't know. Is, is that a biopic? I guess a biopic focuses on one person. I mean, it doesn't have to. I think because uh, I don't know. If, like like Imitation Game does focus on the one person, but it also kind of focuses on the. I guess biopic probably him. focuses on one person and and. Yeah, because biography is about someone, right? Not about yeah. an event. You don't make a biography about a history of it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. So yeah, I guess it, yeah, that may, that's probably wrong. I guess my go-to would then be. Fuck, I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't have one. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, Hitchcock is a really good movie. I enjoyed it. I don't remember Scarlett Johansson being in it. I guess she's um. The only person I can think of is she is the she's playing the girl the psycho girl right yeah 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 maybe it's been a while. Uh, moving on to a movie I really like. Oh yeah, and I'm sure you like too. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, super good. This is probably definitely going on my top ten. Oh for sure, this is a good one. This is a uh... followed up by a uh, um one of the worst I don't worst follow up movies I think ever. What came after this? Fucking Ralph Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet. Oh, the sequel you're saying? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. The second one. Uh, we're talking about the second one, not the first one. But um, the second one just feels like it should be the third one <laughs> because, like, because <laughs> like they're just like. It feels like their their relationship is just too developed. Yeah. Like, John C. Riley or Wreck-It Ralph seems, like, too attached and too... Not too attached, but, like, it just see, it never felt like their their relationship got to that level. Does that make sense? No, it, it does. Like, it's almost like... Yeah, like, it should be the third one. Like, him and Sarah Silverman are kind of, like, in this story arc that you don't normally see it just, yeah, immediately it, after the first. And, yeah. And the first doesn't really... I mean, they're friends at the end of the first, but it doesn't really. It, it doesn't mean like it doesn't mean like. Sure, they're best friends because like, and they're gonna probably be best friends forever. But like, 
fuck, this movie is like what a year later. Like yeah, like it's just really fast. It, it just feels like they take it to like record. Like Ralph takes it to a level that is like kind of we, kind of like I don't feel that from their relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the first one's really good. The first one, oh, I love it. It's it's got such a great story about like not not having to be in in the role that like yeah the world makes for you if that makes sense yeah um I love the video uh, man dude the video game aspect pushed seeing, it over the top for me seeing this when it came out in theaters I was like like it, it's kind of like Ready Player One for you you're just like oh look who's that or look who's like it's yeah. really cool the amount of uh, properties Disney was able to obtain for this. Was it Disney? No, I don't think it was Disney, was it? Yeah, it's uh, their, their animation studio. Oh, fuck me. No way. Holy fuck me Christ. Yeah. Okay, I apologize. That's why the second one has... I thought uh, it was someone else. I'm an idiot. I will say the second one has a scene that I really, really love. Oh, uh, okay, but that scene is better than an entire movie. Yeah. That, yeah, the... <laughs> That that scene is better than that entire movie. For sure. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Even though it was Disney basically just waving everything that they own. It's just like waving their dick around. And it's like, whoa, check it out. We're funny. Man. We got all this shit. Check it out. Look at all these characters we own. <laughs> yeah, dude. The, the princess yeah. scene in the second one is, mm-hmm. is worth it. It is worth watching that movie alone. Yeah. For sure. The first uh, one, uh, I guess the caliber of like, the scene that has the same caliber as that one would have to be like, Almost the very beginning, like after yeah. you meet Ralph and you see like Zangief and Bowser and Sonic the Hedgehog and Pac-Man and just all these familiar characters just rushing in it. And, and it's weird because like they have all these properties and besides, uh, oh no, I don't, I don't think any of them are actually like main characters. Huh? Like Sonic gets a, quite a bit of screen time, but it's it's mainly... Zangief does um, basic, all the guys from... Uh... The, the help club he goes to kind of gets some. Cubert is, like, big in this one, too, from what I can remember. No, I mean, outside of the four... Yeah, you're right, Cubert. Outside of the, no, outside of those, like, the four main characters, I don't I don't think anyone gets a lot of screen time. Yeah, and that's what's surprising to me. Like, they got these properties and just kind of used them for cameos, but I feel like... I feel like that really helped the movie. Oh, yeah. Like... I, it, if they became like actual characters, I'd be like, eh. Yeah, then yeah. It, then it's not really like an original movie. I mean, there a... was the moment, the one where they go to the the beer, the oh the root beer place, the root beer game, and he talks to the the bar like, but like that was like a like kind of like a a shot, not a shot, but like a slide of the game, not a slide either, um, an homage to the game because yeah. you can talk to the bartender in that game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like something like that, that's still pretty small, and it like really helps to contain the, uh, it stops it from being just like a big brand movie, like, yeah. uh... Oh, like the Emoji movie? Yeah, exactly, like that. Or a Playmobil movie? Wait, you did, oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not the only one who like, knows yeah. that exists. That just yeah. came out of nowhere, dude. Yeah, I, is it out yet? It's been out. Okay, okay. Since like, I, I think I December. did not pay attention to it at all. Yeah, no, it just came and then left, like... Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I, I don't get when they're gonna. Did the Emoji movie make money though? Was it a technically a success? Oh, I don't. I technically I think it made. I think it beat its budget because a lot of people went to go see it because they were curious. You know, it was the same thing with the Lego movie, but that turned out to be really really good. Yeah. Uh, so I think it did. I think technically it was a success, and they were planning a sequel, but I don't know what happened to that. Fuck that. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, 
But yeah, um, moving on to, but yeah, Wreck-It Ralph was super good, and um, yeah, there's really nothing else to say. I think the animation is super great. Oh yeah. The it's, animation is like, super great. It's amazing, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Finding the next one. We're almost done, actually, and then we'll have to pause it real quick and make up our lists. Yeah. Ooh, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. I have not seen that one. Yeah, me neither. That's the only Twilight I, I doubt that actually. we'd be putting this on the top ten list, so let's move on. Bullet to the Head. Oh, that's Stallone? Yeah. Yeah, Stallone. I, I haven't seen this. Oh, fucking Jason Momoa, too, apparently? Oh, shit, yeah. Christian Slater? Yeah, I fucking didn't know that Momoa was in this. This Was this before... No, this must have been, like, right after, because, what, when yeah. did Game of Thrones start? 2011, so yeah, yeah so, yeah, this is right after. Yeah, damn, so Momoa's starting to make a name for himself. Mm -hmm. I think that, that's what must have pushed him off, up, right, that... Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. Was there anything before that that I'm not thinking of? I think oh, you, I can't, oh, sorry. I think he was in Conan the Barbarian, but I don't remember if that came before or after. You're right, it's before. Okay, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, you're right. Um... Drug War. I've heard a lot about this. It's a foreign, uh, I think, uh, Japanese movie. Hmm. But uh, it's like a crime movie. I'm super up into those movies. And it's got a lot of good ratings. I've heard a lot about it. I'm ready to see it, though. Um, so, yeah, I haven't seen it, though. But, yeah, moving on to The, the Hobbit. Hobbit. That's a good one. Um, That's a good one to talk about, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, as you see, I have a 10 for it right there. That's just because I wanted to like it so much. But <laughs> it's, um, man, these movies are just okay. They're just so very long. For, and I mean, I understood why The Lord of the Rings had to be long. There was a lot of content to pull from there. And The Lord of the Rings is still one of my favorite trilogies of all time. But even the first Hobbit is like... I mean, a lot of it is filler because it was such a short book, so they had to stretch it out. And just what, what they stretched out with, it's like... Like, this is one of those movies where if I take a break from it, I can definitely go back and watch it, but I could not rewatch it within Dude, the same week. It is... I don't know what, why it couldn't just be The Lord of the Rings again. I just... It, it went so hard into the fantasy and using the, um, like, the special effects side of it. Mm -hmm. and, Lord, and Lord of the Rings has special effects when needs the big 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 shots right but in this movie it just used special effects everywhere for everything yeah. everything um and it just loses so if that if lord of the rings was this movie lord we would wipe lord of the rings on it. <laughs> i mean people lord of the rings fans would just crush everything like yeah i i can't believe this move, these movies were allowed to be made this way. It just, I, I was so disappointed. It's I, I wanted so reminds. much good stuff, and there's stuff there, but it, it feels nothing like the Lord of the Rings movies, and I, mm -hmm. except for the setting, like, and even then, like, it still feel doesn't feel like it's just so disappointing for me, and um, I, everyone acts their role pretty well, but. I don't know why he had to make a fucking backstory for uh, Sauron, too. 
Yeah. I don't fucking care. Oh, that was so. That was. Uh, no, we can't. We have to move on. I, I'm gonna get mad. I'm just gonna keep getting mad. Do you have anything to say about it? Uh oh, nothing that won't piss us both off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I know. I just kind of took over and just kept There's... saying like nonsense. It just makes me mad thinking about how much I wanted to like those movies and just. I'll how... just. I'll just reiterate that there's way too too much side stuff going on. Like oh. the stuff with the the dwarf and the elf. I didn't care. Yeah, no. The movie didn't care. The movie didn't care. <laughs> Not... Um, what's his name? Thorin or Thorin, the main dwarf. His sudden, I, I, I oh, I his know. third movie, like yeah, his his switch. It, it just it was very very. Oh god, I forgot about that. I love the the memes that came out of it though. The third movie feels like three different movies to me. Dude. <laughs> dude, thinking, tell me about it. Thinking about it, <laughs> thinking about the trilogy, and remembering the scenes, and realizing that like most of them are from the third movie, like. It's 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 so weird. It ta- it tackles like like eight different plots, and it's it, oh god. Because you have such good good stuff to pull. I can see them pulling this into three movies. I could really see that because, like, especially after like reading, I this is like my all time. I've definitely read this book more than any other book in the on the planet, mm-hmm. and at, easily like like it's no competition. <laughs> uh, so uh, and. I can definitely see them splitting this up into three movies. The same way they, you know... And you can keep a lot of the shit that happened in the book, in the movies, and still have... You know, it could still end up being 12 hours long, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it could end up being like a, like a miniseries. It should have been, actually. That's what I think. Uh, and because the Battle of Five Armies shit at the end, that happens in the book, you know, and... You know that shit's magnificent. It's magnificent. the The culmination of all the shit that you go through in that book, and it all just comes together at the end. And yeah. like the, it's literally five different armies. Mm-hmm. And then like on top of that, all these other like characters you've come across that are just super powerful that were playing neutral. Yeah. And like maybe some of them aren't neutral, and some of them are, uh, aren't are good now you know or it doesn't who knows what side they're on right and it's just like chaos and it's like all this shit while like thorin's losing his shit and no thorin's out i can't remember no yeah all the dwarves are out there fighting mm-hmm. i think i'm like 90 percent sure all the dwarves are out there fighting and s- i'm done i'm done <laughs> yeah i'm done sorry uh, yeah, going on Promised Land, Gus Van Sant joint with uh, Matt Damon. Hmm. You I heard of this? this one. I've okay. heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Uh, John Krasinski, that's crazy. Uh, oh. Francis McDormand and Hal Holbrook. Uh, yeah, Les Mis. Les Mis. Yeah. So, I'll let you go first. Uh, I don't understand the hype for this movie. Oh really? I I don't. I've seen it a number of times, and I. The singing's pretty good. Um, I am one of the people who actually really likes Hugh Jackman's voice. I think there's like sort of a, a discussion about whether or not he's a good singer or not. I think he's got some really good opera pipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his character arc. Um, what's his name? John Paul Valjean or something? Jean, Val- Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. Um, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like it was really... Uh, overhyped for me because I heard about this movie and everyone was like oh you gotta see Les Mis it's so good it's amazing and I saw it and it's a it's a cool historical musical but I don't know it just wasn't really it, it wasn't a big thing to me yeah. like how it was to other people 
Yeah, um... Well, what? Uh, I like this movie. I, I like... No, I like this movie. Um, I think, um... The individual scenes are really good. Okay. The scenes as, like, an individual, they're super good and grandiose, and they hit it. But yeah. when you roll them all together, I don't think it... It just... They all... it Because all the scenes are kind of different tones, and I don't think each tone works. They... It's following a lot, too. There's a lot of things happening. Um, and, yeah, it's two and a half hours, but it still feels like there's a lot happening. And mm-hmm. and I don't think it all comes together as... It doesn't culminate as well as, like, the ending of The Hobbit in the book does, you know, as right. I was just talking about. I don't think it culminates that well right. uh, toward the end. Um, I don't think... I, now the there is a I think the ending scene the the climactic end scene I think that is awesome. Oh yeah. I think it's super awesome when they just get over overruled and like they just die they all die mm-hmm. like and they just die trying you know and mm-hmm. I thought that scene was super powerful and then like you know the 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 real ending when like they're all just singing and it's like a weird uh, what what should, what should we say a. Um, Epilogue, yeah, just of them in the in their France. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. I think it's really. They're like I said. I think each scene is really good. I just don't think the story is qu- quite there. I don't know. Well, I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to get there. It's that's a, that's the issue with a lot of musicals. It has, like. It's a lot of good of it has a lot of great individual parts. I just don't think it all comes together super well. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of great musical numbers and scenes in this movie, but like I said, I think that's the issue with a lot of musical movies is that they're they have a hard time putting it all together. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, especially for everything this is going. I mean, it's trying to fit so many stories in. And, and oh yeah. I mean, Jean Valjean's Anne Hathaway's whoever her... Even though she's not there for a long time, but... I mean, like... Jean Valjean ha- have, is having to do his own shit on top of, like, taking care of, like, Amanda Seyfried. Mm-hmm. Or... Honestly, I can't even remember how all that stuff goes down. But, like, he's figuring his stuff out, her stuff out, and then, you know, Russell Crowe's stuff out, and then, you know, the place he's working for, or... Bellatrix is in this, uh, Helena Bohem Carter and whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and her husband are, like, some weird skeevy fucks and... God, I don't know. It, it, it's just all over the place, I feel like, and I don't... And it's all trying to fit it. It's trying to fit in this, like, revolution that's happening in the background. Right. And then it all actually... The revolution actually... You actually join the revolution toward the end of it, and you're like, well, it would have been better if this was all, all this movie was about, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Uh, who knows? I, I, I think... Like I said, I'm going to stick with my earlier statement. A lot of great individual parts. I just don't think as a whole it comes together that well. Yeah. Um, Jack Reacher. Woof. Oh. I like this movie. This is a good one. Um, it's not the best movie in the world, but uh, this was what uh, Christopher McQuarrie... This is when the first time I think Christopher McQuarrie worked with... Uh, with uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And boy, did that pay off. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> that paid off with uh, Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> that paid off very well. It really did. Um, so I'm glad that happened. Um, and this is like, I guess you can see early beginnings of that too because this oh, yeah. movie is um, 
very um, the action, anyways, is very Mission Impossible like. Um, oh yeah, this movie has has everything I love in a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, I, I don't. I it doesn't. It doesn't have the budget. I don't think. <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> but um, as far as Jack Reacher and him, like, oh, dude, the, it has one of my favorite lines in every in any movie. The second one does, and mm-hmm. like, it's when. Honestly, I can't even remember it now, but like. He's on the phone with the bad guy, and he's like, the guy's like, oh, you getting nervous, right? And the guys go, and the guy, and he, Tom Cruise is like, I'm going to break your arms, I'm going to break your legs, and then I'm going to break your fucking neck. And and what you're hearing is excitement. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, and he hangs up the phone, and you're like, oh, my God, he's going <laughs> to murder, he's going to murder, murder. Yeah, meet your heart out, Liam. It got, it got me going. Um, I like that. I like Tom Cruise um, in the in the those movies, uh, but yeah. Moving on to a movie I desperately want to rewatch uh, because I did not like it the first time, but oh, really? that's just because I didn't fully understand what the hell I was trying to watch. But mm-hmm. Zero Dark Thirty, um, yeah. I'll let you start first. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I actually didn't see it until earlier this year. I watched it uh, alongside um, the new Hemsworth movie that came out on Netflix, Extraction. Yes. Yeah, I watched Extraction first, and I was like, "Wow, I I really like that." So I kind of wanted to watch another. Yeah, this is not that movie. movie. No, no. This this is not that movie. Um, it's it's weird to say. I, I can like see how that might have turned you off to it. <laughs> yeah. If you are expecting Extraction, another Extraction, and got and watched Zero Dark Thirty, you probably were disappointed. <laughs> I yeah, it was it was not what I was expecting. I really thought it was going to be a very similar kind of movie, but I mean. Like I said, I enjoyed Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, really good acting. This is the, the earliest I saw Chris Pratt, because uh, I didn't really watch Parks and Rec. Uh, or no, well, it's not the earliest I saw him, because I'd seen Parks and Rec and, like, Guardians and everything, but this is, like, the earliest I think he's, like, been in, right? Well, he's been in stuff before, but this is, like... As far as... Um, let's see. Let's double check. Because I want to say, besides Parks and Rec, this was, like, the thing that kind of... Pushed him back up just in time for Guardians. Oh, I did so, not know he was in Moneyball. So, yes, he is. I I forgot about that, but absolutely he is. Um, so. Um, as far as movies go, oh, he's Jennifer's body. Holy shit, he's in Jennifer's body. Is he Officer Roman Duda? Oh, that can't be a big role. Um, Moneyball was probably his first big movie, and that was before Parks and Rec. Um. Parks and Rec came out immediately. Does Zero Dark Thirty? Oh, he's in movie forty three. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So and her, she's he's super good in her. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Um. So yeah. No, this is probably the best movie he's in. I don't. Know, it's definitely not because of him. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't remember him being a huge part of it. He's not. He's not a big part, but uh, it is one that people go back to. And we're like, oh my god, Chris Pratt's in that movie. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was an okay movie. I definitely think I should have watched it before seeing Extraction, because as weird as it it is to say, I did enjoy Extraction a lot more. Uh, I think that's a sleeper hit. People should definitely check that one out. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go the complete opposite route and say Zero Dark Thirty is a fucking masterpiece. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no. I think Zero Dark Thirty is one of the best movies ever made. Oh, really? I genuinely think that. And... 
and that's only and that this is like a per this is coming from someone who's only seen it once and that first time he I watched it I I did not like it because I was expecting something like that like a right. military thriller and it's about Jessica Chastain catching this guy um and that's what it's really about right and it just has um the way it so it's all about that and the acting is just through the roof and the directing is is fucking phenomenal. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's a masterpiece in the work, and it's... There's a lot of things happening, and Jessica Chastain's just moving. I don't know how much she sleeps in this movie. She probably... <laughs> she doesn't... It doesn't seem like she sleeps in the fucking... In ten, the ten years she works to get this motherfucker. But, yeah, like, he... She works her ass off, and, like, it... I love it. I... I'm, I just rem- I just remember thinking about I, thinking about it now. It just makes me want to watch it again. I want to watch it again so bad. I just haven't seen it, but maybe I should check it out again with a different lens then too. And then that, and then it the way it climaxes with she's not even in the climax at all. Mm-mm. Like, and it has this oh that scene is so good. That what is it like a twenty minute scene of them just taking down this place? Oh yeah, the infiltration. The yeah. infiltration scene. It is. That is some of the most, like, on your fucking edge of your seat. Like, it is so quiet, and it's thrilling as fuck. Like, I was so on the edge of my seat when I was first watching it. I was like, oh my god, like, this is so, like... I couldn't... You couldn't pull yourself (laughs) away from that. Uh, You couldn't stop watching that if you wanted to. That's true. Uh, Yeah. No, Zero Dark Thirty is definitely going in my top ten. Even though I have not seen it, I just know it's that... I just know in my head it's that good for me. Yeah. And I just want to rewatch it with a better lens. And I can't wait to do that. Um, but I know right now it's still a top 10 movie for me. Okay. Um, from what I remember. And yeah. Uh, yeah. We move on directly. Next is um, another pretty good movie on oh, yeah. Django Unchained. Uh, yeah, I'll let you go again. This is, um, to me at least, this is the stylistically no not even stylistically just I don't know something about this movie and I'm trying to figure out what but it feels like the least Tarantino movie to me like it's definitely Tarantino like the 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 script and the action definitely reminiscent of Tarantino movies but I don't know if it's the if it's the uh, the fixation on like like the title character because he doesn't it's not usually Django almost feels like like this folktale character that Tarantino's created, right? Yeah. And usually it's not so much about the the character. Like there are memorable characters in his movies, but it's more so this like the setting they're in or the story that they're in. Like they're part of a bigger thing, like with Pulp Fiction or with uh, Reservoir Dogs or even The Hateful Eight. You know, like it's never really about one person, but this one kind of feels like almost like a superhero movie to me. Like, Django is the anti-hero. I'm not saying any of this say it's a bad movie. I actually really love this movie. No, I do that's too. Just, that's just, whenever I think about this movie, that's what comes to mind. No, I I can kind of see it. Something about it is very different um, for Tarantino. I'm not, I, I can't quite put my finger on it either. Mm. I think there's a, there's a fixed state. Donna just walked in. Do, 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 do. Are you going to stay here? <laughs> uh, I'm grabbing my laptop. Okay. Cool. Uh, there's a fixation on cruelty in it that I don't think is in most of his other. 
Oh, Am yeah. I correct in saying that? Because, I don't know. There's a lot of cruelty in the movies, though. There's cruel actions in these movies, but I don't think it's ever really... I don't think it's as heavy-handed as this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know? it's almost like a backdrop sort of thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, look, it's Tarantino being like a crazy gore again. Oh, yeah, you know? like somebody blew up. Oh, oh, so, oh, my God, he blew that guy's face off by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kind of, that's one of my favorite out-of-nowhere moments. Oh, my God. Dude. And uh, Pulp Fiction, yeah. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Donna almost knocked over my TV. <laughs> Nothing happened. It's okay. She a, She's closing the door now. She have an exit theme for like da 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 da. But yeah, um, I no, I like this movie. Um, would I, I put really it in my it. top ten? I think so, probably. I don't know what else I have to get to contend against this. Um, but yeah, uh. Yeah, is there anything else you want to say? Um, no, I mean, I still really, really enjoyed it. An amazing cast. Jamie Foxx, Leonardo DiCaprio. It is DiCaprio. amazing cast. This is also the only uh, movie that's getting a sequel, but I don't believe Tarantino is involved. I think he might be co-writing, but he really didn't want that, a sequel. Is that really getting the sequel? Interesting. There's plans, but then again, there's been plan- plans for a while, so I don't know if they abandoned the I've project I've never heard anything about that. Yeah. I've always... I've heard Tarantino's been writing a Star Trek script forever, and I want that in oh, my life yeah. so bad. There's Isn't that, a, that that rated R Star Trek that's supposed yeah, to be coming out? That's what I think. I think that was actually a separate project to what he was doing, but his project was going to be rated R. Oh, okay. Either way, so uh, I want that. Yeah. I, want, I know there's room in this universe for a rated R Star Trek. Oh, for sure. Picard definitely showed that. It's it's not rated R, but it's definitely the most uh, heavy-handed, like adult-themed. Sure. Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I actually caught my parents watching some of it yesterday, and it actually makes me want to watch. Uh, from what I watched, made me want to watch it. It's a very interesting show. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I Jingle Chain is pretty great. Pretty mm-hmm. great. Um, there's, yeah, it's pretty fucking great. Yeah. Um, really. It's hard to it's hard to understate that because there's so many great moments in this movie. Um, I just when I think about this movie, I just think of it as a whole, and it's just all of it is good mm-hmm. and none of it is terrible. I well, I'm gonna back I'm gonna backtrack on that <laughs> statement. The moment when he gets captured and, and I feel like the moment and that it sidetracks a lot at that uh, at, toward the end and then like toward the end he's like going on a rampage and then he gets like captured by um, Quentin Tarantino yeah yeah <laughs> I think the movie sidetracks there for a bit and yeah Other, but then when it comes back it comes back strong mm-hmm. um so and yeah I love all the, the characters in this movie are great yeah yeah all the characters in this movie are great uh DiCaprio is is an evil motherfucker <laughs> so is Samuel L. Jackson this is probably his He's the he's, it's so weird to call a black man racist, <laughs> but he's racist. He's racist as fuck. Is that uh, wrong? No, no. I mean, yeah. he is. In yeah, this movie, okay. for sure. Yeah. I just it's so weird. Like, but like, I like that um, Tarantino showed that side because like, I'd never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, apparently that's something that re- that really did happen. Like, mm-hmm. to save their own skin, they sell out. You know, their own people. You yeah. know, and it's just like, wow, that's fucked up. Harsh realities, man, yeah. But yeah, 
Uh, moving on. I think that might have been it. Because uh, I know that was a December movie. Uh, we got a lot of other... Parental guidance. Oof. Uh, yeah, moving on. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that one. Blue Exorcist the movie. I didn't even know that existed. Um... Yeah, that was it. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to pause it real quick. We're going to um, make our uh, top ten, and then uh, we'll be right back and, and close out this episode. All right. Uh, we're back. I um, painstakingly put top t- uh, ten, ten together. Um, and uh, I'm going to say mine first. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Django Unchained, Ted, Skyfall, Lincoln, Mud, Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> yeah, I put that on there, uh, <laughs> Looper, Silver Linings Playbook, and Avengers. All right. So mine, uh, in no particular order, but I will say the best, I think, first, and I'll say the worst, worst of top ten last. Uh, best for me out of all of these is probably Chronicle. So I'm going to start with that. Uh, and then worst... Yeah, I wanted to put Chronicle in there, but I couldn't figure out... I couldn't put it up. I couldn't put Looper out. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I don't know. Worst is probably Man on the Ledge. I have all these ten. Yeah. So I have Chronicle, I have Man on the Ledge, I have Wreck-It Ralph, Sinister, 21 Jump Street, The Avengers, Moonrise Kingdom, Mud, Lincoln, and The Dark Knight Rises. I struggled with Ted and 21 Jump Street like you did, but um, I don't have as much of a hard on for Seth MacFarlane as you do. I really, really appreciate him. He's hilarious. <coughs> but uh, I think I've seen 21 Jump Street at least 21 times. Yeah. And I've never gotten tired of it, so I put it on there. No, yeah. Okay, no, that's um, that's fine. At least we got um, a bit of diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, um, after we're done going through each year, we will do a mock up. Yeah. Of every movie that we wanted to put in, and make them do like a fight and round, I guess mm-hmm. uh, we'll figure something out. Uh, I have to figure out what I'll probably end up doing is find out, figure out a bracket that's big enough for however movies we have between us, and then um, if I need more, just to make the bracket a bit uh, uh, easier, mm-hmm. then um, we'll probably do the the play ins. So those honorable mentions that uh, that we want to put on here, like uh, I wanted to put in the watch on here, but oh, I need more. I need to watch that again because um, I just don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm still excited. We we got so we got so much more to do, and I like where this is going. This is gonna be a big project, but. I can't wait till we start facing the movies off against each other. Oh, man. Me and, uh, as the, as the mics were off, uh, me and Adonis were kind of putting a couple movies together and we, uh, it got me excited because <laughs> that'll be fun to do once we finally, these movies start going off against each other, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so yeah, uh, that's, this is gonna be fun. I'm excited and, uh, yeah, that's, that's it for this road trip. We're gonna stop it here. Um. And, uh, yeah, so I'm Richard. I'm Adonis. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, This is the road to 10,000. All right.